This is Jack Carr, bringing you 11 special episodes of the Terminal List podcast, The Danger Close, to commemorate the one-year anniversary of the Prime video series. Last year, I sat down with showrunner David DiGilio and my friend, SEAL teammate, producer, and actor Jared Shaw to break down each episode and bring you behind-the-scenes information from the Amazon Prime video adaptation of my first novel. This series features eight episode recaps and breakdowns, two listener question episodes, and a conversation with Chris Pratt. Enjoy. Over 60 men were killed in the worst special operations disaster in modern Residents history. Residents of Coronado, California, were shocked by the brutal murder of Lauren Reese and her three-year-old daughter. Seal Lieutenant Commander James Reese survived the ambush, but is under investigation. Welcome to the Terminal List Podcast, an Ironclad original series brought to you by KC Cattle Company. I'm Jack Carr, author and creator of The Terminal List. On each episode, we break down a different episode of the Amazon Prime video series starring Chris Pratt. On today's show, we're taking a look at the finale, Reclamation. Joining me today, once again, is showrunner David DiGilio. And if you're just joining us for this one, maybe go back to the beginning. And if you have not watched the series yet, Definitely watch it before you listen to this podcast or any of our previous podcasts. But David DiGilio, showrunner. A showrunner is like the singular point of contact from inception all the way through the entire process um, and is the that leads this team. So uh, showrunner, David DiGilio, thank you so much for being here. And Jared Shaw, actor, boozer in this particular series right here technical advisor, producer, uh, and the reason that we are all here today on this podcast and the reason that the show exists. So thank you guys so much for being here. And uh, man, I can't, I don't want to even finish this because then we don't have any more to do. Oh, hopefully we will in a year or two or yeah. three or however long it takes, but I like that hopefully idea. we will. But for this series, for this, you know, for these eight episodes, this is the, uh, this is the last one we're talking about the finale. Wow. How's it possible? Crazy, crazy. Is it okay? Is it okay if I pour a little? Let's do it. So, little Hoot and Young, and for those who are paying attention in earlier episodes or that were paying attention uh, in the series, right there, Hoot and Young, and you know, I wanted to get some uh, some veteran-owned whiskey company into the show, and uh, you know, there's a few of them out there, but uh, you know, we thought we'd throw Delta Force a little uh, a little nod um, for all that they have done. Uh, well, since their inception, really, but uh, Hooten Young, so Norm Hooten, uh, played by uh, uh, Eric Bana in Black Hawk Down. This is yep. Norm Hooten right here, and nice. uh, he signed this bottle for me, uh, sent it out here. Of course, we got a little Go Army on there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so he sent this sent this nice. out a uh, a while ago, and uh, so I'll pour a little bit for this uh, for this episode. There we go. Jared has right a long there. drive home, so yep, not for I'll you. Be, Sorry, I'm, I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. All right, there you go. Here we All go. Good. All right, guys. Hey, thank you so much. And look at this. This is my terminal list whiskey glass right here. Long yep. live the Brotherhood 2021. Uh, Dave, thanks so much for sending this. So yep. cheers to you both. Boom. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So before we get into that, though, into this episode, uh, recent book tour that I did for uh, the latest novel in the blood and mm. people give me all sorts of coins and, and stuff and whiskey and, and it's, it's, it's so humbling. So many 
veterans and so many uh, first responders, police officers, firefighters, mm. people in the military. But a guy brought got brought this so old school recruiting bumper sticker oh, and wow. pamphlet from the seventies for the Whoa. SEAL teams. Yeah, so it's like it a says, collector's uh, item. Yeah, it said, "Be a frog man, join our Navy." And uh, How there cool. it is. You guys Dude. can see it in that one. Right wow. there. And other people can see it on this camera right there. So somebody brought that. And then this right here. So check that out. So a pamphlet, like from your recruiting office, for recruiting office, and there's old Vietnam style photos in oh there. UDT seal, it says right there. Vietnam wow. picture right there. You know, look at that. I mean, recovering a space oh, capsule. <laughs> uh, amazing. History. I mean, look at that. Yeah, yeah, right there. Men with green faces. Look at those guys right there. Vietnam getting after it. Uh, some riverine ops. This is a very famous photo or a piece of a very famous photo from, from Vietnam mm. right here. Guys carrying the stoner mm. in this oh, yeah. one. Um, but here it is. It says, uh, reviewed and approved 1 November 1971. Wow. Whoa. a stamp on there, and it says Navy Recruiting Branch Station, Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Man, that is so, awesome. You and can't says, get that uh, anywhere like that. Yeah. That's amazing. Crazy. Hold they on kept to it. that. It's almost perfect condition. And it says, mm. uh, if you're going to be something, why not be something special? The Navy. Mm. Boom. How cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. That yeah. is awesome. So, that, was a, that was amazing. Don't, don't leave that laying around, Jack. I'm just no, saying. No, I need to put that in the safe or something. Like, I got to make yeah. sure that uh, the dog doesn't get to that. The kids yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. to that. You yeah. Know, they can figure out a good spot. I think the safe yep. is maybe the only safe place in this in this house. Don't tell um, me where you hide it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> don't tell me where you hide it. Yeah, I bet you could find stuff like that. I bet on eBay stuff goes up, you know, from time yeah. to time. Just yeah. like boxes of things. I mean, I'm sure these they're they're out there. Yep. But uh and then also, cool. I'm just trying to prolong this because yep. uh, I don't, I don't want to let you guys go, even though we just still talk every day, <laughs> you know, about future projects and everything else that, that we have going on. But look at all this stuff right here. Terminalist coffee right here. I mean, this, and they, I think wow. there's, there are two separate uh, veteran-focused foundations that uh, 100% of these proceeds go towards, and this was something that Amazon did with Black Rifle Coffee. So you get this through Amazon, but it's through the Amazon charitable side, so everything goes to these two different veteran-focused foundations. Is um, it uh, and, uh, Best Defense? Or nope, this one is because uh, we broke Best Defense has some. We're doing things for that with yep. them with Rescue Twenty Two. Yep. Uh, the Five Eleven uh, sweatshirt that was for the Navy Seal Museum uh, down in Fort Pierce, Florida, and this one is for. Uh, I'm gonna mess it up because it's hard name. Hunters Seven Foundation. Anyway. Yeah, people can go and explore on I think the Black Raffle Coffee website that'll link cool. you to the Amazon charitable side of the house, and so we got this. So the show is doing. Uh, I mean, it's not just a show that's out there to watch. I mean, they're doing some pretty cool things. Some real good. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So there's this, this that exists, and we talked about 511 uh, coming in. And then this was cool, too. So the hardcover, I mean, we talked about it yep. before. Um, but here we go. We got, this is the trade paperback, mm. and this is paperback. Mm. And usually they just do something like this for a movie tie-in. Uh, so this would be fairly typical. This is pretty cool to have both. But what I can't think of another show that has done a hardcover that's wicked right here mm -hmm. and uh in this one i talk about how the show came to be how the series came to be in a new forward and then there's some some uh justin lubin photos from the set in here so justin was there every day with Go us justin grabbing these amazing nice. cheers photos. to justin check out yeah. yeah justin lubin on instagram he's been posting a lot of them so be sure oh, great and stuff. Go follow justin great lubin behind on, the on scenes Instagram. content 
Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. So that's that. That also extreme props, uh, Gary tours on Instagram. Yeah. He's been itemizing out the different weapons from, the, uh, awesome. from the series. So that's really cool to see. So people can, yep. can go to that, but I bring this up. Well, one, because it's pretty cool, but two, because we played a little, little joke on Chris and we had to tell him that, uh, it wasn't really selling with his, mm. with his picture on the on the cover it wasn't really wasn't really doing it so we had to come up with another one <laughs> so yeah so we have this i need to there i need to is. fold this around a book and send it to chris so oh, i'm going to do that so I'm, gonna, good. I'm gonna fold this around and send it and i the signed taylor it right kitch. there is that the uh-huh. signed taylor kitch ben edwards edition so no this i just signed this one we oh, you get signed taylor it. to sign yeah. it yeah right. so amazon sent the sent these out so good um, and if you look closely this is what it says here. It's uh, of course that's Taylor on the cover uh, as Ben Edwards, yep. and it says now an original series starring Taylor Kitsch on Prime Video. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so you, you showed that to Chris at the junket day. I, I did. <laughs> I, yeah, I think somebody showed up at the junket. Oh, and, so uh, good. Yeah, and so they I brought that it. up. So now we have a few of them out there. I think they're going to uh, Amazon's going to do some sort of. Uh, I got a couple of them to maybe in the future auction off or, or something like that, you know, raise some money for another veteran focus foundation or something along those lines. But oh, so that was pretty, that was that's pretty clever. Fantastic. Cause, obviously, Cause obviously this one says now an original series starring Chris Pratt on prime video. So we had to change that oh, to uh, get the, details. the details. The details are important. So good. Yeah. yeah. So the funny. Details are important right there, man. I think we got to start though, but yeah. not before I talk about these things, the premiere amazing we all got to link up at that premiere and it was so cool and when i walked into that after party i mean i didn't make it very far and so luckily a friend grabbed a bunch of matchbooks out there terminalist matchbooks it says it's conspiracy this one says your memory makes you question the truth um so we got a bunch of those and you know the, the the coasters and they had axe throwing. They had drinks. So they cool. had. Uh, it was really cool event. It was a special, super, super it, fun. It was a really special premiere. Um, you know, I I don't go to that many of those to be honest, and um, and that one stood out because we were able to bring so many of our cast and crew. Uh, because we shot this during a pandemic, we were not able to do what we would normally do, which is a big cast and crew screening of the pilot, um, mm. you know, partway through the season. It's a big morale booster, gets everybody fired up. It's really a great way to go in terms of, you know, as you're knee deep in in a first season of TV, it's a great way to kind of mm. let people see why you're putting in the effort. And because of the pandemic and all these things, we weren't allowed to gather the whole cast and crew to show um, the episode. So we yeah. never had it. And you either do it kind of partway through the season or right when you finish. Never okay. had it. And we said to Amazon and MRC uh, when we got ready to do this premiere, we said we really want to be able to celebrate cast and crew. Chris was really oh, instrumental sure, cool. in helping us do that. Antoine as well. And, um, and they were like, yeah, let's do it. And they picked a venue that allowed us to do it. And Wow. That was a real celebration and a reunion. I mean, really was a reunion. Great to see everybody. Yeah, that was incredible. And we had uh, veterans that the Best Defense Foundation brought out, World War II veterans. Um, A couple of them I'd been in Normandy with just a couple weeks prior going to the uh, commemoration events in Normandy, which for anyone listening, 
if you haven't been out there, you only have a few more years left because these guys are all getting up there, either creeping up on 100 or past yeah. 100 years old. And uh, to go out to Normandy with them and to stand on the beaches that they stormed in the fields where they crashed gliders or landed in the, you know, in the towns that they landed in and they jumped out of that when they jumped out of their aircraft with the 101st Airborne. Um, man, to be in those places with them in these last years of their lives is, uh, is pretty powerful. But then to see the people of France come out, American flags everywhere, 101st mm. airborne flags everywhere, 82nd airborne flags everywhere. Mm. People dressed it up in period specific uh, and accurate uh, clothing, military willies, jeeps everywhere from mm. World War II. I mean, it is, it's, uh, it gives you a lot of hope. Yeah. And uh, I encourage everybody to, to, that can to, to go out there and just, just be there. Just, uh, just yeah. be there around, uh, you know, in the early part of June um, and head on out and, and spend some time there. So, that, so they got to come to the, the premiere. That was cool for those guys yeah. to be there. It was cool for us. I mean, really cool. Just to be there with them was amazing. And then you're right. It, uh, you know, I haven't been to any premieres, um, but to see Chris, the little the talk that he gave us outside, oh, just so all of us man. before yep. we walked on stage, like that was cool and speaks yeah. to the true mm-hmm. character of the man and goes back to a once an Eagle, uh, yeah. you know, see your character, your reputation will take care of itself. Um, you know, Chris is, is that guy. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he got to personify that on screen, but what he said to us before we walked on and then when we go up on stage and he gave a little speech there to the whole, uh, audience when we're all up on stage there and to be included in that as the, uh, as, as an author was really, was really special. So, yeah. uh, yeah, thanks to everybody that made that happen. That was incredible. Really cool experience. Really yeah. cool. And like you said, it's a reunion, you know, everybody, mm-hmm. You know, if Ray Mendoza goes, it's pretty special. We couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't get Max Adams there, unfortunately. But we tried. Yeah, yeah we tried. We tried. But, but if Ray goes, then that's you know, it's it's, it's something big. special. It's yeah. something special, yeah, and it yeah. was. And then the premiere, we, the three of us, I don't think we saw each other till the end of the night. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw you once. I finally got up to where Antoine was. Yeah. Uh, in the in the party, you know, mm-hmm. I saw Dave, and then as we're we're leaving, we finally linked back up, and then linked back up at the at the hotel. Yeah. But uh, what a great night! That was amazing. Great night. So cool. Yep. Like a reunion. It was like a reunion to see yep. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Justin Lubin, photographer, was there. Brought yep. his son. Um, yeah, that was really special. Really special night. Yep. Man, we're going to have to start talking about this episode okay. at some point, though. So, right. might as well. Might yep. as well dive yeah. right in dive here. Dive in. And, uh, yeah, right here. Reclamation. Dave, why, why reclamation? What part of, uh, um, of the brain is this? Well, this, 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 this is the moment. I mean, as, we, uh, as the, the word kind of uh, infers, right, that uh, your hero comes full circle, finishes the journey, Mm. and reclaims that which he has lost. And specifically here, you know, we'll get to it at the end, but that notion of the starling memory, that starling Mm. memory and the reclamation of that, the full recall that happens when he's completed the list. We've talked about it. It really was important to kind of have this kind of emotional, psychological MacGuffin that he could finally reach, right? After everything he's been through. And for, uh, for us, as we, as we kind of, you know, built towards it, whew, I mean, he's got a long way to go just in this episode alone. Mm-hmm. But we knew that it sat out there um, as this 
you know, I think it was part of the original pitch, Jack, when we talked, I, you know, I told you about this and, and that he would finally get to that moment. And we'll speak to the power of it in, in order when we get there. But, but it was, it, it, it speaks, the title speaks to that, that moment yeah. at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is awesome. This is, I mean, the power at the end of this episode, not just with the final confrontation uh, and the final name, but then what you just talked about sitting there. So many people have reached out about that that final scene yeah. um, on the couch with Lucy and Lauren. Like, well, we'll we'll get to it. We'll but, get to it. Um, it's a good. I mean, oh man, you guys, oh, amazing, amazing. But uh, it opens gas station. Pacific Northwest, and uh, Ben's in the bathroom, putting on the disguise, looking at uh, looking at the hair, looking at the whole, you know. And uh, I wonder if people thought if he was gonna, wondered who was going to cut his hair, you know? Oh, he's we like, had all kinds of talks. We talked about this, you know. We we really it was a big question: Would mm-hmm. we go with a wig, mm-hmm. or would we cut the hair? Ooh. And ultimately. Ultimately, it was that one wig that Gene found that made us say, oh, nope, you got to just go wig. Because we still had stuff we had to shoot right. with long hair, right? So it, it becomes a real problem just production-wise mm-hmm. if you have to somehow cut his hair and then create a wig that matches what he had before. Again, these are all the little intricacies of, of making mm. the sausage, but it's so weird. And we had the same thing with Chris's beard, you know, all of that. Um, it becomes a big deal. And, and this is an example of it. There's a little tiny kind of pickup moment in this opening where he's in the van and Ben is in the bathroom putting on his disguise. And uh, Chris had talked about, we don't have the pills. We don't have the pills in, um, this episode and I'm about to go do some serious shit. I think we need to see Reese take his pills in this episode. And so if you remember this, Jared, we were doing our opening of one one pickup. Yep. Platoon space. Yep. And we brought the van out to that spot, the van that we had used, been surf van. We brought it out. George Sack and his team got it out there. And in between, like a turnaround or something that was going on, uh, or maybe it was actually the final, final, you know, shot with Chris of the night. We we got him back into his wardrobe from the finale. He had his beard on, and we, you know, had the prop pills and we grabbed that. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's in there because it's important for people to know, like you can control the physical symptoms of this tumor mm-hmm. via these pills. It's important because yep. he does some mm. serious shit in this one. Mm-hmm. You had to, you had to see it. Yeah. And, that's, that, and that's, that's how that moment came. Yep. Yeah. That's part of the preparation of him going to, to work him going to battle. Same way he, he's, puts on his kit and everything else he knows like that's one thing that he can control is taking those pills to to have him ready to to go have to operate you know yep. so that that was a great call to add that and yeah and then going back to ben in the uh in the bathroom doing his whole appearance change you know what i realized last night is how much i like the song playing 
during that. Yes. And I, I, I don't remember the name of it. It just hit me when I was watching it last night. Yeah. Like, man, yep. what a great choice that was for that yes. whole that whole scene of, of Ben changing up his look. It was just, that was a great, great, great choice of, of yes. the song. It, just, it was a whole mood. It just set the whole mood for, yeah. for that, that scene taking place. Yeah. 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 And, and, and then we get Chris back in there. You look like Patrick Swayze. He lives in his van. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was that in the script or was that, uh, was that Chris? That's Chris, baby. On the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just rocking it. You know, I mean, compl- yeah, I think perfect. he gave us it's maybe perfect. four or five different versions. And then we, you know, you go in the edit and you, and you grab the funniest one. Yeah, and it was yeah, really, and this, perfect. this is something. So, so this is, I think really important to, to talk about, which is we, built this episode lisa long hannah sekunder they're the writers of this episode um we've talked by the way about like our strong women characters we've talked about the strong women in our lives and and actually these last three writers we've just talked about brooke with 107 lisa and hannah that's that's our the strong women in the room man they are badasses and one thing that uh, Lisa and, and Hannah really, you know, brought into this is we wanted this to be a road trip, right? Before we get to the Hartley thing, we wanted to have the kind of classic road movie, right? We've talked about our homages, you know, before to Michael Mann, uh, our first Blood episode. This, this is our road movie with these two characters and you guys know what it's like you know when you hit the open road with your best friend there are few things like it and you know it's a celebration of our country in terms of the the where you what you see and then it's something about those long drives and those quiet moments at a gas station in the middle of the night those are like those moments of just friendship and brotherhood, but also often of levity. And so we knew that this road trip kind of vibe and theme was so important because we needed to have Ben trying to pull that levity out of Reese before that final confrontation at Hartley's. Mm-hmm. And that's what the guys are doing in this. And, you know, we we have versions of it layered in and then they have fun with the dialogue and improvising and stuff. And but damn, that's that's the importance of this mm-hmm. is seeing Reese and Ben on the open road and seeing the way they just interact as friends yeah. before we get to the darkness. And I really appreciate these kind of moments of levity that Chris and Taylor find in this. I'm just, I just absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. And that Dave, that I found out in post what Chris's favorite line of, of the entire show was, was in one Oh eight in the, you know, when Ben comes back from the, the, gas station restroom sits down, they have that little back and forth. And then Ben tells him, you know, like, Hey, you know, Hartley's Hartley's got security and he tells him it's Talos, you know, and, and it, it gets serious at that moment. They joke and then it gets serious. And, 
And Reese says, she knows I'm coming. And Ben says, yeah, she does. Does it matter? And there's a little pause. And Chris says, no, it doesn't matter. It hasn't mattered to this point, you know? Yeah. And, and you, the, the look, I mean, Dave in post, I think we even talked about it. That look, I even sent a picture of, of it to Chris during post. That look when he's just sitting there and that dialogue is going back and forth. Like it... You just see he's in a different space. He's he he just almost looks like a different human at that point. Like he's getting he's getting ready to go to work. Completely. You know, and, and he's fully committed and he's he's ready to go. And it doesn't matter if she knows he's coming. He's coming. And the weight, the impact of that, it's like, you know, amplified because they've just had this joke between them. Mm-hmm. They've just been la he's eating chips, they haven't they and then dead serious. Hasn't mattered yet. Yep. And then, boom, we cut, and we find Katie going over Deception Pass, heading in uh, to the San Juan Islands, right? This is where we we had to take some liberties here. Uh, This was a tough one. We actually wanted this to be Fishers. We wanted to just follow the book. But at the script phase, we realized we had an issue of getting them across country in right. the sheer scale of the manhunt, right? Because our production, we had to kind of contain it more into the Western U.S. Yeah. So um, I've been to the San Juans. Chris has been to the San Juans. It's a it's a incredible spot um, in our country. And again, in terms of this road trip, we could keep it mm-hmm. just by going from San Diego up into the San Juans. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I love that, Jared. I, I didn't know that was his favorite line, but I yeah. I get it yeah. just from the performance alone. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Amazing. I didn't either until he pointed it out. Which was there's so many moments in this entire in this entire show. So it was kind of cool to hear from him what that what that that most special bit of dialogue was, you know. And and yeah, and he he just you see something different in him when he's saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, and then we see Hartley's estate. And you guys, how did you guys end up finding the uh, the estate that we ended up being a pretty special place? This this was was quite a remarkable find. Uh, we obviously, hopefully, you all think we went to uh, Orcas Island. We did not. We we were filming in and around L.A. That was part of the deal of this show. Uh, and Lake Arrowhead, uh, just. Um, northeast of Los Angeles. Turns out it's a pretty remarkable place. But, but trying to find a waterfront property that really fit. Uh, also, I think, I think uh, Hanab took her kind of map of um, Hartley's compound kind of from the book in terms of how we wanted to construct it. But this, this notion of a peninsula a house kind of on a peninsula. So we could have approach from multiple sides was a big thing. And this is an incredible scout day. Uh, we ended up because this, I believe was like in the middle of a, or maybe the start of like a 46 hour shift. Um, they, they actually got a helicopter for us so we could get up and do the scout and get back to do Cox's scene. Cause that was all one day. We had to mm-hmm. scout and find Hartley's compound 
and then get back to shoot at night um, wow. that incredible scene. So we were up in a helicopter, my only time in a helicopter. I noticed some of the operators didn't want to go on the helicopter. This was, <laughs> what this do you was mean? Why was what, it not what? leaking? What, was, you think I volunteered to stay back on the Cox thing? Uh, what? So, yeah, so no, I can't remember who it was, maybe back. Somebody was just like, I'm not going on that thing. Oh, I Somebody had no desire. Not I was like, good staying back. Yep, yeah, yep. And, um, and, but what was remarkable is we were up above Arrowhead heading, we had to, to, to land at, at um, Big Bear Lake. So we had to fly past Arrowhead. But as we went over Arrowhead, we saw it. Mm. And we knew immediately, just by looking down, we're like, that's Hartley's. Wow. And it was truly one of those magical moments in what's called prep, you know, when you're prepping the next episode where you walk into a real location owned by a wonderful family um, tied to Disney animation. Uh, really an incredible, I, I won't say the name, but just an incredible uh, kind of icon in the Disney animation family. A lot of our favorite characters that we've seen come mm. from this family. And, um, and there, I mean, there it was just, it is Hartley's compound. Mm. It is that family home. And oh, thank goodness. Because you know at that moment. And, and thank you to, to Amazon and MRC for, for letting us go shoot up there. Because it does cost more. You move out of what's called the zone. You really push it. You move the whole company, you know, to go shoot up there. And uh, it's a big deal. And we had um, just, I think it makes the finale that location mm -hmm. yep no question yeah. no it's and then you see hartley's out there uh and you have katie out there um and they're having this conversation uh outside first yeah outside at first yep uh, and then it'll move inside for for the next scene but uh they're starting starting their battle of wits essentially yes um that's a great uh, way to describe it yeah, and then to see them, I mean, to see Constance and Gene, uh, you know, work together. I love it. And watching it again last night, I like it more and more every time, every time. I see it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I mean, Constance crushes this. Gene, amazing. Like, amazing. Uh, gosh, I mean, they just they just crush it. But the outside scene set starting to set it up, starting to set it up. And I, and, yeah, uh, and put. What, was, what do you remember about doing that scene, filming that one? Uh, a couple things. One, one of the coolest moments. I've had as a showrunner was getting to run lines with Gene Triplehorn. Man, nice. I it, it's rare that I get to do it. I, I did it one time with Chris on a on a 102 scene, and um, and Gene just you know was like, "Oh, I want to I want to run lines," and I kind of looked around and nobody was there, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll do it," you know. And oh, Man, I mean, Jared, you get to do this. But for me, it's like a, a real moment. I acted growing up and then switched over to writing and producing and to just sit. And again, we're just running lines. But to sit across from an actor with those kind of chops and just watch them work up close. Wow. Mm -hmm. That was super wow. cool. So I knew that it was going to be an cool. awesome scene just from that. And then yeah. Constance sits down. 
and they just go into this battle of wits. And Sylvan White, who directed 106, is directing this. And they are very different episodes. Mm. 106 is all kind of handheld, kinetic, moving, moving, moving. And I look at kind of where he's placing the camera with Armando Salas, our DP. And I'm like, oh, this is just an actor's dream. This mm. is just pure mano a mano acting. And they both brought it. And it really knocks Katie on her heels, that first scene, right? Because mm-hmm. Hartley is talking about legacy, talking about real issues about PTSD and mental health in our troops and how neglected those two things have been historically. Mm-hmm. And so you really have this moment where you're kind of knocked back out on your heels and she registers it. I love it. That's another great thing with acting is the listening. And when Katie hears that Hartley didn't know about the tumors and how off that feels, Mm. like Constance has this great beat of just listening to it. And then she responds and really Gene comes out on top, right? Hartley comes out on top in interview one. So that's what I remember from the scene. And then one other thing, which is there's a bunch of drunk teenagers on Lake Arrowhead in a party oh, boat yelling, right. Chris Pratt, Chris yeah. Pratt, Chris Pratt. Because oh, that's, yeah, Lake Arrowhead can, can be a little bit of a... It a, can get a little crazy. A little crazy. Yeah. And someone <laughs> found out that Chris was there, and we had to send uh, the Marine unit out to wrangle some mm-hmm. uh, very loud... No way. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's hilarious. That's funny. That's, uh, I forgot about that, Dave. Very funny. And, and talking about that scene with, with, um, with Gene and Katie sitting there, it was, uh, this show in general, I understood, really understood how important writing is, you know, and how important good writing is, you know, and watching it again last night and that interaction between, between Katie and Hartley and just what was being spoken and then seeing and knowing that the, the actors understood the material, you know, but it, the writing in this show across the board, which is another reason I think people love it so much. It's not lazy writing. It's such good writing, you know, and that was a perfect example. That scene between those two, Dave, like you said, you know, uh, Hartley, Hartley won that round, you know, she kind of put Katie on her heels, you know, and you see that whole thing go down and it just, I mean that the writing is, is the foundation of everything. And like I said, on this show, I, I really learned that. So Dave, once again, well done, my friend, you know, the group is a team effort. Uh, Again, tremendous, tremendous, uh, draft comes in from Lisa and, uh, we have great work in the ladder through, uh, Dan Shattuck and Max Adams gets to me. It's just about making sure we're in the voice of the show and everything mm-hmm. is singing and um, mm-hmm. just an awesome script overall. Uh, yes. This finale. I love so uh, it's good. one of my favorites. Yeah. No. And Jared, you're writing. Oh my gosh. Like we're working on a couple of things, the three of us here, uh, you know, uh, separate, but, but connected yeah. uh, to this and your writing is friggin' top notch. Uh, like well, really amazing so i mean you've got 
talent uh, there and well, you've been honing it and it's, it's, thank it's, you. It's no, impressive. I, I appreciate that. I, I've been blessed enough to, to have good teachers and mentors in this space, you know, mm-hmm. and I try to learn. I'm telling Dave all the time, like, Hey, I'll just, let me be a fly on the wall. And Dave yeah. graciously, every time, every time pulls me in and lets me learn. So thank you, Jack. I appreciate that. And I'm just, I, I'm just so thankful for the opportunity to get in there and learn it because it is so important, you know, it's hugely yeah. important. So thank you. Always, always. Oh, too cool. Too cool. And uh, yes, I love mo- most about the last couple of years is uh, the friendships and, uh, and also how much I've learned just being a sponge, like my yeah. first conversation with Dave in December of 2019. Uh, and then every day since, like I've been learning so much yeah. and Dave's been incredible about teaching, you know, and like, it's just, uh, I mean, that what a, what a crazy journey it's been. Uh, and then getting to spend some time with Jean and getting to know her. I mean, what an amazing person. She's just, and she crushes this role. She's awesome. Right. You know, and I know it's coming, you know, I know it's coming. Cause obviously, cause I wrote the book, Yeah, but you know, you're in these scenes and you're like, and then you know her personally and you're kind of like, ah, uh, so it's, it's crazy to see these transformations and, and, uh, anyway, it's just incredible. But Dave, I'm not going to let you off the hook real quick. Yeah. Cause you did say something that you kind of brushed over and I didn't know, mm. uh, you did some acting growing up. You said, <laughs> go on. You I was, what, uh, what was that? Man, what were those things? I, don't, like I do not half know my life. I was, you know, half sports and, and half acting from like age eight on. I, I, I started acting when I was eight or nine years old and just, I was a kid who grew up on movies and just at a really young age, I'm going to do that. Mm. from age eight or nine, I'm going to do that. Wow. That's what I'm going to do. And, uh, and so I was, you know, the kid who had like the leads in the high school play, but then I got to college and I became a character actor and I was going, what the, what the, I'm not the funny guy. Like I'm the, I'm the lead. I'm not, that's I'm the what, lead. That's I'm what the, I do. Yeah. I'm the lead. Number one on the call oh, sheet. Yeah, come on yeah. now. And so, so then for my uh, senior thesis at school, I wrote a one-man show about the psychology behind serial murder. I was a psych oh, major. This was the right show for this you. Was, exactly, mm. right? So, Man. So, so I kind of wrote this show because I thought it was a really cool um, kind of theory about mm. why this might be happening. Um, I read uh, Mindhunter. I was taught, actually spoke... Uh, as part of my research, spoke to an incredible agent, and I thought for sure this is going to be a great um, experience. But also, I was like, "This is also my fu to all you people who thought I was just a character actor. I'm I'm the leading man. That's a one man show. I, it's it. It <laughs> wow. doesn't matter. You're it, still it, number one on the call sheet. You got it. That's it. But the irony was, I literally never acted again. It was the first huh. play that I wrote. And I just became a writer from then on. Oh wow, that was okay. it. And 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 I never, never acted again. Just pure love. Fell in love with the writing process by writing that play. And um, but yeah, so, that's my so you, my my brief history of acting. There, you wrote it. You wrote it, and you knew from that point, like, hey, that's that's my transition, and this is this that is not it. what I want to nice. do. Yeah, that was it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because because wow. because Jack, you knew you knew you yeah. were going to be a seal and then become mm-hmm. uh, a writer. That's right. That's For right. me, I didn't. I, I really didn't think anything about on the writing side. I only thought about the ath- 
athletics and acting and yeah. some academics, but mainly, <laughs> mainly uh, athletics and, and acting. That was it. Nice. Yeah. Really awesome. cool. I did not know that. Well, mm-hmm. if we uh, if we do a season two, maybe there's a cameo. There's no, a, there's a, we're gonna figure out another way to get you in, in there. Uh, there's another. <laughs> I'll shave. Yep. Uh, yep. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh man! But uh, also, I love how this one goes back and forth. So now we're back after this scene. We're back with Chris yeah. and Taylor, uh, Ben and Reese in the van heading up, and we get another moment of levity. Oh, uh, and uh, Ben, did I? Did, what, what did I see that you have a smile, you know, yeah. like that, 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 that line, uh, which is great. And, uh, and then how he follows it up with for a minute there, I thought we were both losing yeah, our minds, you know, dude. or something it's like great. And mm-hmm. uh, arguing over the, the radio, right. The, which the is music, like the yeah. most road trip thing ever. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the most road trip thing ever. Uh, absolutely love that. And, and Chris's reaction to the country song that comes, that comes yep. that's a good song that's yeah. a good song <laughs> <laughs> yep and the smile so so humanizing them yes. a little bit you know a little bit more yes. um, which is important which is what I think about in the novels as well yep. is humanizing these characters um, and maybe if you didn't have a background like uh, like Jared and I do um, it's maybe easier to, to write characters like that as more of a you know, a caricature of things that you would think seals are like, yeah. or like Delta operators are like, or yeah. something like that. Um, but if you lived it and you, you know, you know, these guys and you know, their families and, um, you've been down range with them and yeah. been to barbecues with them and, you know, have been in horrible situations and been in, uh, great situations and, you know, been at birthday parties for their kids and all that, you know, it's, you know, the importance of humanizing these characters with also, you know, happens to make them more relatable yes. um, to, to a reader or, or a viewer. Just, that's, a, that's a byproduct of it that's natural. Um, but we have them in the vehicle, have a moment of levity, and then, boom, here we are on a bridge. There's no escape, and the police are out there, and there's a roadblock. And a little, you know, similar to uh, something in the novel, uh, but a little different uh, now. But still, there's a police officer involved coming up. You have to talk your way out. It's a different character. Liz does it in the book. And now we have Ben doing it here. But there's the question of what would they do? You know, are they going to shoot their way out? Ben moves for a pistol at some point. Reese yeah. has one uh, in the back. What, it's another one of those questions like we talked about in the in the last episode um, with uh, the, the, the drowning scene with Cox yeah. and the family there. How far would he go? Yeah. Um, and uh, same thing right here uh, in this in this scene. But uh, of course, there's Mr. Adams. Is that a, is that our Max Adams yes. here? We get a little. So we got Mr. Adams yep. as the uh, the alias yep. for, uh, for Taylor Kitsch is Ben Edwards. Yep. Uh, so we get Max Adams name in there. Wonderful. And then uh, the female police officer. Do you remember the name on on uh, on her? Soren. Soren. Yeah. Is that Sornex? No, that's actually my yeah. assistant. That's a throw oh, to my assistant. interesting. Yeah. Because a bunch of people are you... calling because we have Sorenex okay. gym equipment in Reese's garage. Yes. And and a bunch of people are texting saying Bert Soren and saying, look at they put you in, they put you they put Soren in the that, in the okay. in the show. It can be both. Uh, it can be both. Let's go with that. Let's go with both. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. But we have this this scene and, and uh you know Taylor takes uh takes most of it there and Reese is hiding in the back. Yeah, I love I don't that know exactly scene. what's gonna happen and the way it's, uh yeah the way that is shot. That's mm. some great patient filmmaking. Mm. And um Scott Turner edited this one as well. And ooh, just putting those pieces together. 
And that's a day, you know, that really, that's a heavy day. We're out there, you know, in the heat, all of that, the guys in the band forever. But it really pays off when you get to see it put together like that. It's awesome. Mm. Yeah. So I was pouring a, pouring a little bit more of a drink here. Nice. Yeah, that, that scene is watching it, watching it again last night. That, that, that's the type of deal your hands start sweating a little bit when you're watching mm-hmm. it, you know, because that anxiety starts building, even though I've, once mm-hmm. again, seen it so many times. Oh, just, dude, when, I mean, when Ben the reaches. The number doesn't work. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. First time. And when Ben reaches you know, down. And, he be- reaches down mm-hmm. for that pistol yeah. between his legs. Yeah. Like, that makes so, you think, like, it's that close. It's that close to that going close. so south in yes. that moment. And, you know, Ben Ben would have pulled, then then Reese would have pulled, you know, and it would have mm. been game on, and they would have had to yep. fight their, their way out of it. But you knew Ben was Ben was committed. He had yep. his back, you know. and like, yep. I, love, I love that line, too, when he's like, we'll make it through. Mm-hmm. We got to. We got to. He, like, yep. says it to the windshield. Yeah. yeah, like, through the windshield. It's yeah. like, oh, man. Yeah. Awesome. So we have that. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, and we we have Tony and Mac yes. also uh, having a conversation with another great line in there about uh, the pretty sure the guys we've been chasing are, uh, you know, the guy we've been chasing is is the victim and, and uh, uh, the people Reese is gunning for are guilty as sin. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. something like what a great line. You know? so Dude, good. I, love, I love that moment where um, the two of them are leaning against the rail yeah, and uh, says it. and and I th- and maybe we mentioned this in another episode, but the now we get them all. Now we get them all, dude. Just and and this is a really cool thing. Another sign of a great actor, just the shift in kind mm. of body, how he's carrying himself, how JD's carrying himself, his head forward. He just looks beefier, like he mm-hmm. physically is going to a different place with Tony in that moment. Um. And so now you're you have the kind of figure of justice who is now also it's kind of justice without constraint. Now we get them all. Mm-hmm. So you're just ramping up each of these key characters and their goals in this final moment of collision. Yeah. And that dude the and, and bringing HRT back in that storyline as well. Yeah, and you just are wondering how the hell is this going to end, and that's what you want in that finale. Just kind of turn every volume up to eleven, and point them in the same direction. Yeah, because these massive immovable objects are about to collide. Yeah, I love how you put that. Yeah, that's exactly exactly what it is. And then we have uh, Katie and Hartley now moving inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is where they talk about uh, Hartley's father's suicide. Bring that in. Um, talking about uh, some family memories there. So we're tying, tying that piece together. Legacy. Darker. Right. Legacy. Inside. Or legacy. Yep. Yep. We're, uh, we're, we're moving once again. Exactly like you just said before, we're moving towards that collision. Yep. Yep. I love that scene, too, because of how they filmed the... Um, Talos in the background, yeah, it's just putting, putting in the ballistic, on the bar. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so windows, it, and... it's just that's what you want, right? She and we talked about this before, but that notion that no one's lying, they're just not telling the whole truth. Well, she has lied now, she has, she has lied, and Katie's gonna catch her in it, and that's the difference in this episode. 
right? Is finally someone has really lied. And so we need clues to counteract the half-truths, right? And that's, I just think Katie is so smart in how she kind of looks and listens to what Hartley's saying, but then contrasts it with what Hartley is doing, mm. right? Actions versus words. Mm, and that's right. what she's, that's, you just see Constance just totally, totally thinking on it. I it's love just it. Min- it's yeah. mental jujitsu the entire yes. time. I mean, just yeah. the entire yes. time. And, and yeah, you see it. You're exactly right. You see it with Katie. She She's the entire time processing it. And, and you ta- touched so on it before. Good. She's listening. You can see she's actively listening and, and putting the clues together. And you're, you're watching it happen right in front of you. You know, she just, she did yeah. great on it. Crushed it. And then Jean has, Jean has that line about, you know, it makes me human. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. uh. You know, and then talking about PTSD and not needing, you know, personal experience to want to bring it to it. You know, like it's all so great. Like once again, Jared, like you said, the writing, because uh, that's what you have. All you have that's is it. two people in a room, in a room, and yep. you have them and the writing. That's what you what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible. But uh, you know, now we're back on the road, and we have the first mention of Rafe. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. In the car. Yep. I don't know how you trust that motherfucker. Uh, yes. uh-huh. I trust you, don't I? And then the eyes, you know, it's just the eye, like that, yeah. you know, it's just, I love that part. And uh, everybody's waiting for Rafe though. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. Okay. Fans, we, we should the, get the in. Fans are we, waiting should, for Rafe. we should get into this. I think, you know, we okay. should let, let right. people in on we talk what, about what it? we went through. Um, okay. It's, we tried it. We tried to cast Rafe this season. We, we tried. Did. It, it's actually, you know, I mean, he's, it's a key moment in the book. He's one of all of our favorite characters. Um, yep. so I Fan think it's favorite. It, so you knew how important it was yeah. and you, oh, you kept bringing it up, how important it was. When, and now obviously, you know, for me, uh, who's lived with it for, for years on end, hearing from people, how they want more Rafe, yeah. more Hastings family, have more questions. Can't wait to see who Rafe's going to be if it gets turned into something. Yeah. And then, but you recognized it right off the bat right as well. Yeah. And so, him, so here we are at this point where he would have come in, in this storyline, telling this story visually, and we can't find the right guy. You can't, well, it's, it's not even that you can't find the right guy. It's like, you can't make the deal with the right guy. And this was the hard mm. thing. And this is kind of a lesson in real nitty gritty of making TV, but to make a one episode deal with a major major piece of talent because Rafe needs to be big right he has to be a a real name um and then hold them off of one episode for a season two and a season three that's the thing you just that's the deal that we tried to make happen and you can't but we won't tell people who we were talking to we nope. won't do that. Yeah, no, but, no, nope. no, no. But we'll we're going to try to get secret. him. We're yep. still going to try gonna, to get him. We'll still keep that secret. We have to. We have to yeah. come up with another ambush, yep. Jared. Yep. That's exactly. right. Uh, figure, exactly. Let's figure this out. But so, yeah. uh, but but that yeah. you know. We, but I love the yeah. creative way yeah. that we figured it out, yeah. and uh, because that's important. Just like on the battlefield, you're going to yep. adapt, and you're going to figure. You have, you have to figure things out. You know, here, you know, there's no actual bullets flying so we can sleep on it a little bit yep. we can discuss it whatever you know downrange it has to be like that yep. um but you're doing the same thing 
you're just adapting uh, and you're you're aggressively solving problems. Um, that's a great you know, but that's a great way to put yeah. it. Aggressively solving problems. That's what I think of when I'm writing. Is I'm solving problems on the page, just that. like I used to solve them on the battlefield. Yes. But now, you know, if I mess it up, I can come back the next day and yeah. fix it. You know, if I sleep on yeah. it, you know, you don't have that option down there. Yeah, range. you don't. Um, which, which is why the post-traumatic stress stuff hits so many, so many people. people. Like rethinking things. Yes. Like, well, I'd only done this. I'd only done that. And, yeah. You know, I think very few of us are lucky enough to have had things go our way for whatever reason. But yeah. um, regardless, uh, you're aggressively solving problems. That's what I'm doing on the page, yeah. and that's what we had to had to do that's here, what we had to do and, cre- and creatively yeah. solve problems and so we have a mention and uh you know people are like oh are we gonna see, we gonna see or, Ray? Or not? yeah you know wait wait is he leave- just leaving a boat yeah. wait what and then we get a second mention uh, and there'll be kind of an a little bit more there'll be another mention a little bit later yeah. if people are paying attention yeah. for those for our viewers that are, are paying attention yeah. uh, and i know a lot of them them have been yeah. but uh then we have a note the note. And it just has R. Yeah. yeah. The note. And we went back and forth on the note we, for a while. That's too. a visual effect note. That's not actually <laughs> what's written on that notepad. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Rafe, was, uh, but, Rafe was being a little too forthcoming, I believe, in, in note number one. Rafe I was agree. maybe giving up some stuff that he shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I we agree. fixed, I think that, the way, fixed yeah. that in post. Mm hmm. And I love the way that the, what you came up with for that, or, yeah. uh, you know, that, 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 I think it's great, yeah. you know, kind of leaves it and people who have read the book are like, Oh, okay. I see what they did there. And, uh, other people are like, Oh, interesting. So I, so I, I think it was a, a creative way, uh, to deal with the issue of not being able to get yeah. the, the right person and not being forced into trying to ram someone in that might not, not be right. have been the right, yeah. right guy. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And um, that scene on the beach as they approach the boat, also one of my favorite uh, Chris Pratt scenes. Oh yeah. How come? Just the way he carries himself across mm-hmm. the sand. Agreed. He looks like a monster. A brute. He, <laughs> seriously. And I don't know, Jared, if he trained up just before, um, that kind of final run, I can't remember, but he just, and, and hat tip to, um, our costume department, Molly McGinnis and her team for that very simple, but awesome operator outfit. He looks like a monster and yep. you just know what's coming mm-hmm. at that point. And yep. the contrast yep. really between his look and Taylor slash Ben's is what really sells it, you know? He's all business, yep. all brawn. He's ready I'm gonna to, watch ready it again. to go. I'm going to watch it again tonight. It's, it's I'm gonna sick, go to that, scene. That, that to me, I'm like... I love when he drops the notepad. Yeah. When he drops the notepad. Exactly. And originally that worked with the original note, yep. like a little... Yeah. I shouldn't say better, because, but yep. that, that what was written on the original note and him dropping it there, mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, kind of almost daring you to come look at yeah. it almost. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that, yeah. uh, but it still works just physically dropping that thing as he jumps onto the it's boat all there and uh, boom, all business. Yep. And then Taylor opens that uh, Pelican yeah. case and what's inside the Barrett 50. 50. Yeah. And we're going to go get some business done. Yep. Mm. You know, it, I, I love it. Yep. I love it. Uh, and then off they go. A little different boat people, you know, a little different boat in the book different to boat. protect her yep. in the, uh, in the book, yep. but this one, this one works and it actually sells Pacific Northwest with this, this style of a boat, which is important when you're filming on a lake so and everything's a lake exactly, boat. Exactly. Exactly right. And incredibly, the boat that we got, thank you to our transpo department and uh, the Marine unit, um, was from the Pacific Northwest. We didn't even have to put yeah. that on the boat. 
they they drove that thing down. Nice. From, uh, I did not know that. Cordes. See, I'm learning new things yeah. every time because it does sell that. And last night when I watched it again, I noticed it before, yeah. obviously. But this time I was like, I, I made note because we were going to talk about it today. Yep. Uh, and I want to vote like that. Yep. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, that, that, that helps sell it. Oh, that time. helps sell yeah. the lake as uh, as the Pacific Northwest. A lake in Southern California yes. as, uh, you know. As, a, as the coast of uh, the, the Pacific Northwest, yep. and then uh, and and off they go. Um, and we got the HRT guys. Uh, and if people look closely, they might be able to tell that these boats are probably on a lake. But you, you the way the closely. camera starts, it yeah. starts. You got to look close. Yep. You have to look close. But you start it. You know, you don't show the whole marina. You, it's like half. Yeah. And so it moves off of there fairly quickly. Yep. Um, and so most people probably will not notice, but some will. Yeah. Our Anacortes Ferry terminal is lake arrowhead that is yeah you can yeah look close can you do you gotta look close you know? but damn again <laughs> the boat that hrt has yeah yeah that sells around. it again the backdrop sells it again yes um because it really does look like pacific northwest with the with the backdrop with the visual visual effects yep. in there um and that's cool that's cool i love the hrt i love the the way that that uh you guys came up with having them be involved yes. again and uh and so that that was that was genius um but now we're in it. Now we're really in the final run. Big time. And it's nighttime, and Reese is on the boat with Ben, mm-hmm. but he's not alone. Yeah. He's got two operators with him uh, in his memory, and uh, Jared is one as Boozer right there. And the look, Jared, you give, and I've noticed it every time, like every single look but that, that, that you've given in this, in this show. Um, but that, this one also, I mean... Dave, you know what I'm talking Dude, about. Dude, there's so you much look at, look at Chris, power and emotion and you're like, in so it. So much power. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's um, and you're right there next to him, and it's like, oh, like it's it's friggin' amazing, incredible. And, uh, and for anyone listening, and any producers listening, like it's not just because you were a seal that you can, <laughs> you no. know, you're doing that. Yep. You know, it's because you studied this craft and you're invested in the craft. And you're invested in the show. So you have these two things, you know, that uh, that you're personally totally passionate about, totally invested in, yep. uh, on every level you could possibly be. And that look that you give Chris before going over the edge there and dropping into the water. Yep. Have you tried Kansas city cattle company? If not, why not get after it? Here we go. Kansas city cattle company. That's KC cattle company.com. Check them out. Veteran owned and operated. Look at this right here. They have Wagyu beef, flat iron steak. This is delicious. One of my favorites, all sorts of steaks. Don't have the fillets out here because I ate them all. Same thing with the tomahawks, which are incredible. And what else do we have? Wagyu beef bavette. I don't know if I'm staying that right, but the bavette, B-A-V-E-T-T-E steak. Highly recommended. Absolutely love this cut right here. If you haven't heard of this cut, go to that website, kccattlecompany.com. Check it out. And what is this one here? This is the Wagyu Beef Kansas City Strip Steak, also a favorite. And then the kids love burgers made with this stuff. So this is the Wagyu Beef right here. Amazing burgers with this. Uh, all sorts of stuff on that side. Here we go. Beef chorizo right here. But uh, go check them out for sure. Veteran-owned and operated again. And that is kccattlecompany.com slash Jack Carr and use code Jack Carr 15. That's J-A-C-K-C-A-R-R. 15. Check them out for sure. Veteran owned and operated. Love these guys. Awesome stuff. In fact, I am going to go fire up the smoker right now and throw something on. Thanks guys. Ah, Amazing. Well, thank you. You know, and, and, and 
from the acting side, it's that whole deal of you get your performance from the other actor, you know? And in that mm. case, I had two other actors and there were really three with Justin Garza as well, who did great. Yeah. Um, but having Taylor, you know, opposite and Chris to my right, that entire scene, you know, seeing the emotion from Taylor as Ben and yeah. seeing Dave, I think we, we even talked about this, uh, you know, right after this, like yeah. what, what Taylor brought to the table in that scene has been like, you can see the hurt, you can see the sadness, you can, oh. see, you, you know, every bit of it. Whereas Chris is Reese was pretty stonewalled. He was very, yeah. he was almost emotionless, yeah. you know, he's, he's, but he's at peace. Yeah, he's at yeah, peace. Exactly. But he's at peace. That's a great, exactly. Yeah. Which, yeah you're, is, you're exactly which right. Which is what stands yep. out yeah. Yeah. to me. Yeah. You know? and you're right. Exactly. And so Boozer is, Boozer's in the fight, you know, he, yeah, he's, he's going to be with his brother no matter what, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that is when I, when is Boozer looking at that, at Ben in that moment, that's what it was, is like, till the end, I am with him till the end, you know, and, and so it was, there was a lot of emotion that took place in that scene. And like I said, it, it came from being in it and seeing Ben and seeing Reese and the, the just, the tornado of emotions that w- were going on in that one, you know, not to mention that I, Dave, remember I was still in a brace at that point. So I had to take oh, my brace off. Yes, right dude. Before. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. don't go over, don't yeah. go over. Yeah. And you went over. Yeah. I'm like, come oh, on. Nice. And there's the last one. And I, I remember like, no, I'm going, got to go on this one and hit the water. And then as soon as I came up, you were right there. Like, Hey, are you good? You good? good? You had, good. you had yeah. me my brace and yeah. put it back on and we went on, but what a powerful yeah. scene. That was, that was, that was a special one. No, but th- thank you, Jared. And, and, and also to Justin, who's hopefully listening, um, because it, there was a lot of pressure on you guys in that moment, because when we conceived of it, it was going to be, um, it, uh, almost all of alpha platoon. That's right. was going to be on, on the boat surrounding mm-hmm. Reese. That's right. And again, because of production <laughs> and the guys are all working, everybody mm-hmm. was working, you know, we're talking to a ton mm-hmm. of people and stuff and people are working and there's, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, we're going to have Ramirez and we're going to have Boozer. That's right. And I, you know, go, all right, well, it's, it is what it is. We, we have two. We'll have two. But right. because of the power of that look, all of the emotion that we needed, I'm not alone. Yep. I'm not alone. I mean, it's so, such an important line in terms of it why he's line. accepted that mm-hmm. he might yeah. die. On this raid, all of Alpha Platoon is there yep. essentially yep. through that look. You guys, you know, you, that represented uh, you and Justin. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah, right there. And you don't see this kind of emotion. We're all students of this, even if uh, and for those listening, if you're a you know a fan of film and television, um, you're a student of it yeah. just by default. Um, and uh, you don't see this kind of emotion in shows like this: uh, oh, revenge wow. thriller, yeah. psychological thriller, yeah. conspiracy thriller, political thriller. Yeah. You don't see this kind of emotion in shows like this like i can't point to really any that have this kind of emotion when taylor is talking of giving reese one more chance one more chance Mm. let's just turn this thing around and go you know let's get out of here um giving that one last chance and chris like peace is what i Mm, see yeah 
Like he's exactly, like he's going to his death. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I thought of as I was writing this. Yeah. And that's why when I thought of revenge without constraint and I thought of all those movies I watched growing up and how there was always the voiceover that would say he has nothing left to lose. But in my head, I was always thinking, well, he could die, yeah. you know, or he could get caught and go to prison yeah. or, you know, like there's plenty of things to lose, but I like the guy's voice and I yeah. love what I'm seeing, yeah. but I'm still in my head. I'm like, hey. yeah. So I was trying to figure out as I started writing this yeah. thing, uh, you know, how do you, how do I deal with that? Cause I've been thinking yeah. about it in my earliest day, yeah. my earliest memories. Yeah. Um, and that's where I thought back to Bushido, uh, the samurai yes. and how they would go into battle thinking they were already dead yeah. because that made them more effective yeah. and efficient warriors and uh and that look that chris has he's about to go into battle he's at peace the ronin he knows he's already dead the ronin exactly and he uh, he knows he's already dead yeah. which is going to make him the most effective and the most effect uh, efficient warrior uh that you could possibly be yeah. uh and he's after one person now or so he thinks yeah. mm-hmm. um and uh and over the side he goes after this incredible emotional interplay between taylor uh and chris and Justin and Jared right there. It's amazing. Like it's, it's one of the more powerful, I think scenes of the show. It's great. And the power of sound too. uh, hat tip to our post Uh team. Cause if you, or lack of sound, exactly. If you watch it, you know, again, the guys go over and Mm -hmm. they don't make a splash. There's no sound when they hit the water. And it's only Mm -hmm. when you cut to the objective view down at the water line, and you see Reese go over by himself, and he splashes mm-hmm. into the water. So, really, the power of sound, so incredible. Uh, our team, our sound team, was just remarkable with this. Amazing. Yep. Yep. No, I love that. I love how how there was no sound for those two yeah. guys, and then there's sound for Chris. So. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. No, it's so cool. And then uh, uh, Justin Lubin captures an incredible photo of Chris coming out of the water, mm, all camoed yeah, up. Dude. You know, coming out with all this gear. Yep. Um, coming off the rebreather out of the water and, uh, you know, there we go. The seals, you know, the maritime operation, you know, coming over the beach, using the rebreather to get there to insert. Um, and, uh, and then coming up over the beach and yes, there are some lights there, but you know, you gotta, gotta be able to see, gotta see, gotta be able to see, you can't have a black screen, you you know? Uh, yeah, for all the, you know, tactical Tommies out there, you know, that might've moved a little bit to the left. Um, well, you know, we got to show it and, uh, and then have Chris come over and then, you know, do like kind of a modern day, uh, commando, putting a couple of things together there and then moving off towards the objective. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. (laughs) You know, I, and you know, very rarely do you find an author who actually loves the adaptation of his work. Um, and I, yeah, I could not, uh, could not love this more be more thrilled with how this came out um and i think then we cut to hartley and katie Ooh. in their final oh, show oh yes mm-hmm. interview number three just gonna do some fact checking mm-hmm. so lesson to all those politicians out there like maybe <laughs> cut it off like maybe this is the time to be busy you know or have an assistant come in and tell you, you gotta go somewhere else uh so, so boom recorder down and uh and then they do the final the final showdown and here we see Hartley revealed. Oh man. And this is, this is some, you know, we talk about the writing and this was some just wonderful stuff delivered by Lisa and Hana. Uh, Dan and I did a little work on it, but not much. It's a goddamn awesome confrontation. And then you give it to Gene and Constance Mm-hmm. And it's just been coming. That's what I really love about this is yeah, yeah. Um, in, in this, we've talked about kind of challenging the audience. 
And and part of the challenge, it goes all the way back to the pilot. And, and Antoine talked about this a lot, which is like, don't buy in to the fact that everything has to be go, go, go. The power of patience and suspense. And it is wonderful to hear Antoine talk about this. It's a, a really a, a true artist talking about this, where the fact that if you are patient, deliberate, that when you get to the moment where things explode, you've earned it. And we talked about it in the pilot in terms of the buildup to the final MRI fight. Well, we do a, a kind of microcosm of that here with Katie and Hartley. This patient interview, number one, patient interview, number two. And then we go into interview three and Katie just lays the trap and just catches Hartley in that snare. And damn, it's great. I just, I, I just love watching them go to battle. And mm -hmm. it's one of, again, I mean, I feel like we, maybe we have too many favorite moments in the show. Uh, I, I, I don't want that to be a drinking I game, know. but, um, but it truly, I mean, it is two actors at the top of their game. Yeah. They've been playing off of each other because again, it's often not what's said, but what's left unsaid or in the mm -hmm. listening that you really are figuring out what's going on. And now they just put all the cards on the table and just that jujitsu, Jared, that you talked mm -hmm. about, it just becomes full on jujitsu. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just throwing down mm -hmm. and Katie wins. Yep. She wins. Yep. And we see the real Hartley and we see Gene explode. Explode. I mean, it, it's, I mean, I was watching it again last night and I was like, dang, I was almost like, you know, like, ah, yeah, you know, and now that I know her personally, I'm like, oh, she is geez. the nicest person I to, in the so world. Great. I'm like, Let's I don't want her to yell at me like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's so, mm -hmm. so good. When she, it's almost like the, I want the truth. Yep. You can't handle you can't the handle truth. Yeah. Almost. yeah. Yeah. It's a, Bam on the table and her snap also in the other scene yeah. when she, and, and mm -hmm. in this scene earlier yeah. when she snaps yes. right before, but you didn't ask him. Yeah. Did you? Yes. I love and it. That's what it comes down to, right? And then it's a pause. But you didn't ask him. Did you? Mm -hmm. Everything, yeah. every argument, counter argument right there, ha, or every argument has a counter argument until that moment. And then it stops for a second. Yep. There's a pause. Yeah. It's fantastic. There is no counter argument yeah. to that. But you didn't ask uh -huh. him. There's nothing that Hartley can say. Yeah. Just absolutely love that scene. And and again, yeah. just a joy to get to watch uh, two actors like yeah. that just go to battle. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Incredible. And uh, yeah, to see Jean do what she did. And then, uh, yeah. Oh, real quick yeah. thing. Really <sighs> interesting, you know, yeah. in terms of we talk about the visual medium. What is behind Katie in that scene? Ooh. I'm going to have to go watch it again tonight now. I'm going to learn something new here. It's, it's the fire. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Fire. She's, she's framed the by the fire. And that's Armando and Sylvan working together nice. to basically, like, she's like an angel of fire coming down on Hartley with the truth. I love that. It is just an awesome, awesome 
visual metaphor for what's going on inside of Katie at that moment. Yeah. And I love that because I use fire in the novel, yes. particularly the first one. Yes. Uh, very intentionally. Yes. Very intentional. So I love how that is, that's that intentional, kind of like the red that we talked yes. about on a previous episode, yep. how these, everything is intentional. hundred percent. Include everything in the opening scene uh, or the opening credits um, with the music and going across all the books and everything else yep. and how intentional everything is and how many, how many things that you have to pay attention to that it really I think are accounting for some of these rewatch numbers. Yeah. Um, if people want to go back and, and see some of the things that they missed yeah. or if, uh, or if they watched it on a phone or an iPad or, you know, on a, on a plane or when there were distractions around, yeah. but then to sit down at home and watch it and it's dark and it's quiet and there's no distractions and really pay attention. You know, it's a, uh, once again, it's respect for the reader, respect for the, the viewer by put making it, making it, uh, you know, just not a comfortable, easy nope. watching experience. Nope. I mean, you gotta, and I love that hundred percent life. So I gotta, I love that you have to work in this show uh, if you want to get everything out of it you know so I, I love that same thing that, same with the books like when I was when I was writing it I was I thought okay you can pull this off the shelf and you can have a, a great ride and it'd be a revenge story boom okay or you can go a little deeper yeah and you can think of it as okay this is someone who's becoming a terrorist becoming an insurgent becoming what he, what fought, he fought for so many years yeah. exactly yeah. so you can look at it at that level and then you can go a little deeper yeah and you can look at it as a veteran coming home and bringing the wars from Iraq and Afghanistan home to the front doorsteps of people who have been sending young men and women to their deaths yeah. for 20 years. Uh, at the time I wrote it, 16. But uh, that, so, there's, so there's different levels to it depending yeah. on what you want to put into yeah. it as a reader or as a viewer. So I love that there's that connection. Mm-hmm. As Layers well. and levels. You get that. That's the key. Layers. Yep. That's it. Yeah. No, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. it. makes it. I think it makes the show different. It does. You know? 100%. Yep. Makes it different. Yeah. I don't think you see that uh, that too often in other in other shows. Uh, I think they're actually trying to do the opposite in most of these kind of or, or shows in general. Yeah. trying to make it easier for everybody, mm-hmm. yeah. more accessible for for everybody. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's like a dumbing down. Yeah, yeah. Um, of of the product. Yep. No and challenge. Think, challenge but, uh, the audience. It's a great. It was yeah. one of the lessons I think out of this. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And now we get, we get after it, and Ooh. we can see old CP right here. Weapons handling, mag Whoa. changes. I mean, love it. And Whoa. we have Taylor is on that fifty oh. up there, and I mean, working once again as a team and making this assault on this compound with a goal of, uh, well, you know, what he thinks is the last person on the list, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and in he goes, but. Uh, you see this mag change in here, which people have been telling me they've been pointing out like awesome. So Jared, you know, incredible. You and Ray working with Chris on the, is on that, the skills. Is that in the fight with uh, Los? Is that the one you're talking uh, about? In, I forget. I think it's right after that. So he has to. Is that the one where he has to? He has to change again yeah. and the, before he goes to the the uh, the forty mil, the forty mic mic. Yeah, yeah. I think it's right yeah. there. Yeah, I think it's right there. Yeah, that one. So awesome. Wicked. So he's gone to the pistol. Boom, boom, yep. boom. Put somebody down. Boom. Pistol back in. Rifle up. Yep. Bam. And magazine. And so many people have mentioned that to me. Yeah, it's been like oh. Uh, now they love the show because they finally saw someone, right. you know, work, work a problem, yep. fix it and do it in a, in, in a real way. Um, that someone who has, you know, devoted their life to this craft and been downrange to Iraq and Afghanistan and other places around the world. Um, you know, the, that they'll do that, just do that nod. Yeah. Like, Roger that. Right. And, you know, and what, they got it. what was cool on that one, Jack, was 
and Dave, I think you remember probably this conversation with Los when when uh, Reese was going against. He was really kind of, I guess, I mean, we brought Carlos in that day, you, you know, Carlos's crew, and and just had has been on the range a lot, has great weapons handling, and and Dave brought him up and put him in the game that day so that great. yes yep. so and he crushes and it so he was great. at the premiere too we i got to him at the premiere real quick creatively this is after he's done the kind of last of the mohicans run mm-hmm. up the hill ben's been clearing out the lights reese gets pinned down behind the tree and he takes the shot um Love that. right near his mm-hmm. eye and there's a talos operator behind another tree and there's mm-hmm. a talos operator up in the balcony <clears throat> Ben takes out the, the guy in the balcony, but the but the Talos operator behind the other tree, that's Carlos. Yep, which is, yeah, Carlos. And, and what we wanted to show right there is Reese and Carlos are both have the same rifle. Both have yeah. basically the same amount of rounds, right? Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. They're trading shots at each other, trading shots. Reese comes around the tree, and so they're going to be running out of rounds at about the same time. And so mm. the operator... Excuse me. The operators will will if you look closely, you'll see it. But you have two tactics taking place, and you see one of them, one of them wins, and it's Carlos runs out, Chris runs out. Carlos goes to do a mag change. Chris transitions. Oh, man, I'm gonna have to watch this again. Yeah. Chris Chris transitions to this his secondary, which nine times out of nine, you're gonna be able to get that pistol quicker than you're gonna be able to throw a, a fresh mag in your rifle. And so that's Jack, what we wanted to show there. What Oh, I'm gonna have to watch yeah, that again. Cool, right? I was not there for the this night. Yeah. Tactics, yeah. And I was so bummed I had to miss this night. Yeah. I came the next uh, week. Yeah. But I was so bummed I missed this whole uh section. Yeah, but if but, you go uh, back and that is you awesome. go back, I'm gonna watch yeah, it. Go back and that. watch that closely and you'll see carlos doing a mag change versus chris going to his his secondary transition into secondary and that's what gives him the one up to to beat him by that much i did not think i could love this show anymore but yeah yeah Awesome. Yeah, I love that moment. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. And then so then boom, he's back, and then he does this mag change, yep. and that's the one people are talking to, to me about. Is boom. Yeah. So so like that one you have to work for. Yeah. The one you just talked about, I think you have to work for that. You one. do. And I'm gonna go watch it again because yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but then boom, that one that's obviously right in front of your face. The next one that he does yep. is is awesome. Yep. Yeah. Is awesome. And uh, and then we have a cool moment too. Or he has M79. He has a full M79, so not a pirate gun. So he has an M79 pirate gun, as if you cut, cut it, it off. the stock and the and the actual barrel, and then you have essentially like a, a handgun that fires a 40 mic mic. But uh, but I think we wanted to do that, but then we couldn't modify the the thing because there was some like a law or like we would have gone to prison think, or something. <laughs> like you're not allowed. There are to limits. Saw These are the only stock limits. And we don't want Jack yeah, going to prison. Yeah, but I think we wanted to do that, yeah. right? I think I was like, let's make it a pirate yeah. gun. Let's saw. No, we can't thing. do that, Jack. You'll go to yeah. prison. I know. I'm like, dang it, we can just borrow mine. <laughs> Never mind. Let's edit that out. And uh, but, I, but I, and I love this part for a couple of reasons. I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but uh, well, let's. I'll talk first about the, the talking with Ben. Yeah. And when he says, hey. I'll see you on the other side. So Ben's let him know HRT inbound. They've, they've landed. And yeah. HRT's yeah. landed on that beach. They're engaged with mm-hmm. Talos. Yep. Get out of there. Yep. Uh-huh. But Reese, once again, peace, peace. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'll see you on the other yep. side. Powerful, powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he shoots this, this, uh, this uh, 40 mic mic out of an M79. 
it might be a little close for those that are really looking because it has to have, so it might be right on. It's hard to tell because I wasn't there. If I was there, I would have paced it. 33 what, rotations. Many, what's the yardage? It's, it's, what's it's got to have 30, 30. 33 rotations 30. on the, yeah, yeah. So we, I believe it's right, right. 30. I think it's 33. I think we're, we're yeah, right on the, I think we're okay. Cause right? yeah. I think that's a you lens, think okay? that's a lens I, compressing it. That's actually a pretty, that must be it. Okay. So space. it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Cause we, it was perfect. we talked about it on the day and, and in post as well, Dave, remember yep. we were, nice. we, we were yep. working on getting the delay right. The from delay. The, Exactly. Yeah, you can't tell it's close yeah. like on film i was looking at it last night and i was like mm, no. yeah but the only reason that i really pay attention is because i may have fired oh, oh. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah the lens choice was I not mean, ideal i think then if, I, it, if it looks that close <laughs> yeah uh, well it's, it's right yep. there like it's on the it, like from a viewer's mm -hmm. perspective not having been yeah. there that night like it, it's right on, on the on line, line. Yeah. uh you know, but uh, but if Jared was there and says it's legit, then I'm, I'm with I'm with it. It was 30. But the only reason I pay extra attention is because, yeah, in Iraq, I, sh I tried to breach the door in the middle of a firefight with a 40 mic mic. And there's things going oh on crazy. You know, there's God. bullets flying everywhere. It's insanity. And uh, and I was like, boom, boom, boom. And I you know I, I've been trained my entire life. I know the rotations yeah. and I know the distance. But in that moment, um, I just I think I went Hollywood. <laughs> It's possible I went Oh, Hollywood. wow. And I was like, I'm just going to blow this door open. Oh, God. And I wasn't like right up against yeah. it. Like I was across the street, yeah. but it wasn't quite far enough. Oh, no. And it bounced off. 32 it rotations. Bounced off. Right off. Yeah, it was, it was 32 rotations. No, no. 33. Yeah. You know, I was, I was one rotation mm -hmm. off. You know, it was close. That's going to be yeah. a title of a book uh, someday. 32 yeah. rotations. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And so it did bounce off. So then we had to go, we had to run across and climb oh, up and God. the window, come down and open it from, from oh, the inside. Um, it ended up working out just fine. But, um, but that's why I pay extra attention. Yeah. To that yes. one. Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The M79. Makes sense. Um, but hey, that's how it goes sometimes, you know. Yeah. It's just, hey, lessons learned. Lessons you know, learned. You're, you're always learning. You're always adapting, you know. Uh, <laughs> so pay attention. So everybody listening, you know, make sure you're at 33. 33. Yeah. yeah, Reese was at 34. Yeah, yeah. It was 34 yeah. rotations. Yeah. We, made, we made sure of it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. Perfect. Uh, but then Chris enters. Enters that house. And man, the gun handling. Up the stairs. Awesome. Oh. Up the stairs, switching shoulders, switching shoulders, and he's 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 good at it. He sells it. Um, it doesn't look gimmicky, like changing. You know, like it's correct, getting yeah. the right angles. Like, yeah. Well, how many people have reached? That was cool. How many people have reached out to you on that one, Jack? And wow. um, yeah, like man, that shoulder switch that was crazy, and that was once again Ray. It's so smooth, so smooth. Ray, you know, Ray had taught it to him before. I, re I remember AJ worked with him a little bit on it in the in the tunnels but on the day ray ray showed that whole movement and you know chris picked it up i mean one hitter remarkable quitter. yeah just picked it up and yeah that's that's one of the texts i get all the time is that yeah. that going up the stairwell clearing mm -hmm. going up switching coming around switching shoulders again doing that peak and then you know he gets eyes on gets back out preps that smoke Boom, throws it in that whole that whole sequence he just he crushed it oh big time mm -hmm. and that's you know one thing um for the fans to know is we uh, again we the, we were so lucky to find this house out in arrowhead but we could not fire inside the house um it was one of the restrictions on the location it's a common restriction and heck yeah so everything that reese is doing in that um, kind of foyer as he enters up the stairs. That's all on the practical location. But, oh, my goodness, hat tip to Warren, 
and our production design team mm -hmm. uh, and our special effects team, set deck team. Because as he comes around, it's so seamless in the edit. But as he enters and he peeks, so seamless. peeks around and tosses that smoke, he tosses the smoke at the practical location, I feel like. And then he it actually moves to a set mm -hmm. on stage. That hallway and that hallway yeah. fight, that's all on stage. And it's such a seamless transition between practical yeah. location on the set. And then we get into that hallway fight, which is uh, just rowdy. Just rowdy. So, yeah. So good. No, I love it. We incorporate a little technology in there with the thermal, yeah. um, which is great. Using Exploiting all technical and tactical advantages. A student of warfare, um, you know, harkens back to that. Uh, and I wasn't there at Lake Arrowhead, but then as soon as that thing detonates, you know, and we have the little, have the smoke, then I'm back on set. Yeah. So now I'm there for this final You're week there. of filming yeah. and, uh, I'm there and, uh, and that is awesome. And here we have cowboy, cowboy. UFC fighter who just retired. We got to see fight wow, and yeah. retire. All yep. three of us got to go to UFC and, and, and see that fight. a couple weeks cowboy ago. Cowboy retires. Yeah. Amazing. Our terminal cast gloves down in the middle. Yeah. And what did he say? He's going to says, I'm going to go be a movie yep. star now. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. With terminal so list cool. written on the canvas, as he yep. says that. With terminal list on the canvas, and he takes what does he take? Oh, takes I takes one of these what, to the head. What is it? Oh, nice tomahawk check. Look at you guys! Boom. Yes, yes, tomahawk check. Everybody has yeah. it. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Damn. Ah, oh, amazing, amazing. Yeah. And he takes it to the head, Ooh. which was really cool. Wow. Yeah. Moment. Yeah, we got Romrel in there. Another shout out to Romrel yeah. for friggin' crushing it again and taking those hits and being so good yeah. at everything yeah. that he yeah. does, being Chris's stunt double. And uh and Cowboy for taking this to the head. No makeup. Nope. No makeup. No, 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 no. Cowboy. No, just a Cowboy tough UFC makeup. fighter. Yeah. That's exactly. yeah. And and he <laughs> he was Dave, do you remember the day before we called him and he was sitting in a bar in Cheyenne, Wyoming. He, yeah. he was, he was doing a whole different event. He had a, a big, uh, some kind of like four, four wheeler event or something. And, and I'm butchering so, it as yeah. far as what it's actually called, but like a, yeah. a sponsored event on a team that he's on, you know, yeah. and, and a good buddy of mine, Tate Fletcher connected us. We tried to get Tate Fletcher and he wasn't available. He's yep. big in the, the industry, big stuntman actor, great guy. Yep. So Dave, he, he connected us to, to Cowboy. We call a Cowboy who's, like I said, day before, sitting in a bar, you know, and we say, hey, man, can you come out and do this? A little bit of a pause. Yeah, I'll do it. Hops on a flight that night, comes in, works. And then we got him out the same night, didn't same we? Same day. We yeah, yeah, same, same day. Amazing. Yeah, crazy. Came in, did it, tested him, did all the protocol. Yeah. And he did the fight scene. And, and that's what's cool about having such a high-level fighter like Cowboy. Yeah. And Chris... Well, you have Romrell who does part of the fight and Chris who does part, part of the fight, but both of them have a fighting background as well. And so you can yeah. see the high level of fighting that's taking place, yes. the, the fighting within the feet, you know, the yes. for position and then the head position when they're cowboys, you know, yep. trying to drive with his head and yep. just the levels of, of fight IQ that are taking place during that fight sequence is amazing and then top yeah. it off with the the tomahawk to the head and cowboy just committing falling straight back straight no bad just boom, boom just no yeah just he looked he looked dead he looked yeah. dead so great <laughs> did it and then he got on a plane and got out of there Spe speaking yeah. of dead we do have to we have to hit on the next 
the oh. next Dallas operator because this <laughs> this was kind of an amazing moment. Mm-hmm. Clemens, yeah, Clemens, yeah, and he's such a great guy. So you don't want to kill oh, him because you know you Jason, know you got to get to know Jason him. Jason, the bit, actor, but... is awesome, awesome dude. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, but there he is at the end of the hallway. But I had a little bit of an issue when I saw this. Was, this. this was a Jack Carr note. Well, we had a little bit of a Hollywood moment. We had moment. a Hollywood mm-hmm. moment. And yeah, because, you know, he opens this door and uh, you know, puts down his gun, like, you know, Yuki would see in maybe some other films, maybe. Yep. And uh, open it. Okay, going to open it. And then typically, you know, you've done a good deed. You've done, you know, you've done your thing. So you got to go. You know, you're allowed to live. And we're just going to go in. Negative goes right up. Negative. Because guess what that guy can now do? And guess what every operator watching this mm-hmm. sitting on the couch will say? Well, he just dropped his gun right here, and you entered this thing. He's just going to pick this thing up and shoot you in the back of the head. Yeah. Like, you lost him. Mm-hmm. Yep. You lost yeah. him. So, Jason, I'm sorry, but you had to go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you did. You, you know, you did. You opened it, but you had to go because you are preventing him from now completing this list. And this revenge without constraint, you're on the battlefield. And I talk about it in the novel, yeah. actually, when I talk about the operators that are outside of Hartley's estate, which is in, in Fisher's yeah. Island in the novel. But I talk about them as, hey, you know what you signed up for. And one day the Reaper can come to call yeah. and you know it. That's it. Um, and yeah, you're, but I also, they, they have wives, girlfriends, yep. you know, so I put that in there. You're, they are people, but also they are on the battlefield yep. and they made a conscious choice to be it's there. business. And uh, if we left him live. It's inauthentic. It's can, inauthentic. Yeah. It, it, this was a really interesting moment because we had writ, written that character to kind of be the operator that he lets live, which is very Hollywood mm-hmm. looking back on it. But but ultimately what really cemented it was the tactical side and you watch the cut and you're like, wait, he you never see him leave. You're like, that's what you, you said. There's two options. We can either see him fully leave. Or, and Reese would have to watch yeah, that. And happen. Reese has to watch him and have go. his back now he's, to yes. hear his objective yep. and mm-hmm. an open door, yep. which he doesn't really know what's and behind. I, and I was like, Jack, we didn't shoot that. We don't. We don't have that footage. And he's like, Well, then he's gonna have to die. And so that was through post through Scott, our editor, and visual effects and sound, created that, created that moment. Amazing. And it's yeah. a real moment because it charges up. Reese in a way that when he enters this safe room, you're just like, oh, nothing is going to stop him. Nothing is going right. to stop him. After you don't have that lingering thing. What about the operator he right. just let live that he now has his back right. to mm-hmm. that has a loaded weapon within arm's no, reach? He's mm-hmm. just at this point, unstoppable consequence. That's what mm-hmm. Reese is at this moment. Unstoppable consequence. And what I really appreciated because this is the interesting thing about authenticity and creative working together, is it actually made Katie more powerful in the scene. Mm. Because Reese is coming in, and Katie gets up and stops him. Mm. And you have that incredible exchange between them, Reese bleeding out, Mm. this moment with the list, Mm-hmm. And you just, I, I think my hope is that the it. audience doesn't know which way it's going to go. Whether you've read the book I or love not. it. I hope in that yep. moment you don't know. And so I have heard people on uh, talking about it on online or about this, this scene. Yeah. 
and uh, and and killing this Talos operator, mm-hmm. and them saying like, "Oh, geez, why did why did he have to kill that right. guy?" Guess who I haven't heard that from? <laughs> Any of the right. operators who have gone down range yeah, to Iraq yeah. and Afghanistan in the last twenty yeah. years? Mm-hmm. That's why I've not heard that no, coming. No, no, from. but that's but uh, it's important. <laughs> I mean, this is why it's wonderful to have these moments to talk mm-hmm. about this. Because it's really an interesting moment where authenticity, we've always said we're going to be the most authentic show, hopefully ever, but but certainly in modern military thriller times. And, um, mm-hmm. and then, again, what comes out of it is the creative discovery of, well, oh, my God, it makes Katie more powerful as these two forces mm-hmm. collide, collide in that huh? safe room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And man, this I mean, just this scene is just intense. One of the most talked about scenes, certainly on the creative side, as we were doing it. And um, and hat tip here, Jack, this was a big you were huge in this. So, you know, the one of the key characters that informed um, the Hartley in the series. And I think we mentioned this as Max von Sydow from Minority Report. And. And as we're kind of going, what's going to happen in here? What's going to happen? What is going to happen? Um, I think you sent an email as we're all up in Lake Arrowhead and said, this is about legacy. And her legacy has, has failed. And she has dealt with suicide in her past. You open that drawer and you have that gun. All the stakes go up. All the stakes go up but she's going to use it on herself and take accountability and take her out, take herself out. And, uh, and it was just like light bulb, boom, like clarity. And we had the, we had the final scene. Yeah. Cause we didn't really know. Yeah. I mean, in the scripts, it was different. Yeah. And I was always like, ah, I guess, yeah. you know, it's different. There's a lot of differences and, you know, but they all are grounded in this foundation thus far. Yeah. And then we have this other, this other ending that I think we filmed. Well, kind of filmed, not really. Kind of filmed. Okay. No, I oh, mean, good. we oh, knew good. this was going to be it because of the performance okay. that we got on the night. Because mm-hmm. it's just Gene. Gene's in this oh incredible gosh. place of strength and vulnerability, right? And Constance and Katie is in this incredible place of passion and just all out pleading. Mm-hmm. And Reese like we've said, is just Chris is just pure consequence moving through that mm-hmm. whole yep. house to that yep. moment. And yeah. then, and we get a little, we get a hint, we get a hint that maybe, maybe there's somebody else, a, qu- a little hint. Oh yeah. There. Right. There's somebody else. Yep. Doesn't matter. She lit the fuse. Yep. Like Reese is there to kill yep. and to finish his list. This is his mission. Yep. And he's in there. And then there was, I remember a lot of talk about how this is going to end, how this is going to play and what, what's because it's different than the book. But so we have other, other characters that would have been in yeah. there with her in the book too, that are not, not in there with her. Um, so she's, it's just her alone. Yeah. Um, and there was a different, different ending that was kind of being tossed yeah. around or we were thinking about. Yeah. And then uh, I remember talking to Antoine about yeah. it and I still have the text that he sent me um, about yeah. it, which is. I love uh, and talking to Chris about it and uh, and getting on the getting on the same page yep. when we were already on the same same yep. page um, and then uh, we have what we have. No, it's which really. I mean, I it's it it which fits. It, you know, the team man. It's really 
an exciting aspect of this show. And, um, and then, man, you know, it's just big. I mean, we talk about big scene after big scene in the penultimate episode, but, but here, you know, we go from this to that final showdown on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Once again, I said it in the last episode, and I'll say it again here that you guys were right, mm. and uh, I had I wanted a different little yeah. little thing happening. Yeah. Um, that's the that's the writer, that's the novelist yes. in me yeah. wanting this different different yeah. scene. Um, and then you guys made the right call again, yeah. um, and uh, and I love how it ended up. Oh, dude, my way would not have been better visually, maybe in a novel because of the way you're, you're, you're invested in yeah. this, in this story. Yeah. And it was just a minor, minor, minor thing. Super yeah. minor. Yeah. Super minor. But, uh, uh, I love the way it ended up and, uh, the, you guys for sure made the right call on how to have the final confrontation with him and Tony, uh, as Reese disappears into the water. Oh, dude. And love in it. the, the line, I'm already dead. I mean, that might be mm-hmm. my favorite Chris Pratt delivery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I remember, Jerry. I mean, we're you know it's three a.m., four a.m. on the beach, mm-hmm. filming that, and we all had just goosebumps, just mm-hmm. full goosebumps, because Savan and getting that little push, that push in. Yep. Just have that like glimmer of light in his eye, but like you know he's just been through it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> drop it, dropping, dropping the weapons, but continuing forward, picking up. Picking up the fins, yep. you now the rebreather, moving towards the water. Yep. And we talked a lot about the timing. Remember, we talked a lot about timing, yeah. like how long is Tony going to be there? How, what's the pause like? Right. And there was some editing that had yep. to go on there. Yep. Um, but I think I think you guys nailed yep. it. I love it. Yeah. No, it JD not, man, not have been crushing again, crushing mm-hmm. it once again. Yep. And even Christina with the with the um, voice over the radio. That's you know after the fact mm-hmm. and all of that. Just the. Whew, what's going on in her voice as she makes that call? It's a uh, great, great moment, and then the, the 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 monster disappearing into the deep. You know mm-hmm. that final shot as he walks into the moonlight Back from whence he came. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I come from the yeah, water. Yeah, we talked about yeah. that. Yeah, All right. the water. There it is. Um, there it is. Yep. So good. I love it. I love it. Jared, what did you, what do you think of that? Fi- the final scene. Um, so once we, uh, we, we killed Jason with a couple of shots there. Sorry, buddy. Um, and, uh, and in Chris goes, and what do you think of that, that final scene from Chris there, uh, having Hartley, having Katie right there, trying to talk him out of it, uh, then dropping over to the balcony, dropping down, moving towards the water, Hartley, uh, uh, JD seeing him as, uh, as Tony moving towards that, that water and then, you know, not taking that shot. And what do you think of that, yeah. whole, that whole sequence? Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, going back to the Hartley death scene, you know, it, it, if you rewind back from there, you have Reese, you know, go through and, and kill as many people as he has to kill. Like we talked about, he was unstoppable. Nothing was going to stop him, you know, to get up to Hartley there was no way Hartley was going to make it out the, out of that situation alive, you know, and it was great. It, it was so powerful to see in a way her take back the power of like, mm. nope, I'm doing this on my own. This is, mm. this is my mess. I'm cleaning it up. I'm out, you know, she handles it. And that's the name off the list, you know, and, and mm. it's whether Reese did it or she did it, it, it was done. 
the the name is marked off now he's 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 going back and then yeah to, to fast forward a little bit to tony seeing him on the beach you know and tony having that moment seeing the condition that he's in tony's been living with that conflict of man this guy is he, he's 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 wrong but how wrong is he he's he's mm. not wrong and in and hunting these people down, he's wrong in what he's doing once he's hunting them down, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so Tony's living with that conflict. And so when they, they have that moment on the beach, when Tony comes up behind him, knowing a frogman's going to return to the water, he sees him, he sees Reese going to the water, you know, and comes up and has that moment of Tony has to make the decision at that point, you know, and Matt comes up on comms and, hey, do you see him? And a little hesitation, just a little hesitation, nope you know however he says it no i yeah. you know i don't have eyes on you know after reese delivers that epic line i'm already dead you know and yeah. and you know grabbing the drager grabbing his fins and disappearing and, and i had somebody ask me like well could he really you know just disappear underwater like that i'm like you're dang right he could like that's that's <laughs> his tools to get him out of there you know that's he amazing. once he goes navy seals out that's yeah. right yeah once he goes underwater you will not see him again you know yeah. and and that was how tony just let him let him go into the dark because i think tony probably thought like there's no way this man walks us off he's he's gonna let him kind of like a, a dog when it's on his last days just wants to go out into the the brush and find a place to to die you know and i think that was tony kind of trying to give him that you know yeah so so powerful and then with the moonlight he goes down in the moonlight and just visually yeah visually amazing yep incredible and i haven't thought about this till just right now um we had a patrick swayze line earlier and then remember the end of point break you know we'll get him when he comes back in he's not not coming coming back yeah yeah you know yep similar i didn't think about that till right till right now Um, so good man yeah. God, I love it. Yeah. And I'm going to save what I, how I was picturing that, that little ending thing. I'm going to save that for a future. That's time. right. I think I exactly. Somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. I think it works. It works elsewhere. Yes. Um, we're just doing a little outsmarting and yeah, I like yep. it. Uh, <laughs> amazing. And then bam, you take a breath for one second. A little breath. And then douche. And little time here. jump. Washington yep. DC capital right there. Katie's there in a hotel room. And for those, once again, you got to work for it. You got to work for it. There's is it three files and you can see the first and you see the second yes. one right there. First one says Oberon Analytics. Yep. I believe. That's the shell company, uh, the last shell company. The second one, Ray Hastings. You got to look though. Mm-hmm. I think we went back and forth with that on visual effects that too was, for a little bit. Yeah, right? 100%. I think Rafe was on top before. And um, top, yeah. because this actually was shot as a post-credit scene. This is going to be the final scene. And in yeah. the edit, we realized that we needed a breath between the raid yep. and yep. the Ben scene. Uh, and so we repurposed our, our post-credit scene. And we it, it. that post-credit scene was only going to be about Katie searching for Reese. That was it. And, it, mm-hmm. and Rafe was the Easter egg. To, to do it. So mm-hmm. when we realized, wait, no, we didn't Uberon connective tissue scene. That's what we need here. A little breath. Mm-hmm. So we actually use some visual effects and, um, and, and, and we rewrote what was on the text messages between them. Text message. Yeah. Yep. 
reshot yep. uh, Full text message that yeah. or not reshot it. We just visual effects it. And, um, uh-huh. and so we built it about the fact that now Reese and Katie are working together. Yeah. I love what you replaced it with because I know a Katie and this is exactly what she would text. Exactly. Never going to happen. That, that won't happen. Like yep. 100, I yep. see it every time I'm like, oh, that's what that's what. You oh, just say. just relentless. Right. No I mean, doubt. we talk about that no all doubt. the time with the Katie character. Total, totally relentless. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's what. The, yeah. That's what the. Yeah. Uh, but so cool. So I love that for that yep. reason. And uh, and then here we are. <sighs> Boom. Peru. Peru. You know, and I love the way it comes across the screen, yep. you mm-hmm. know, and then Peru. And I think then a lot of people are like, oh. Yeah, I think that's the, that may be the point yeah. where people that have been paying attention, yes, are like, oh, yes, okay, we've had yep. multiple couple mentions of Peru now. Yep. We see the Obron analytics, okay, we've had those, those layers that we talked yep. about, and now here we are, yep, in Peru. And uh, we had a Josh. Is this the Josh Hall surfboard? Is this the one that's uh, that's from Josh the, Hall? The the the, the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surfboard. Yeah. yeah. So the Josh Hall surfboard in there. Uh, amazing guys. Uh, and so we got that in there. Um, and there were a couple surfboards in, in the show, but, uh, so Josh Hall surfboard is in there and Ben out of the water of the, out of the water piece mm. onto the boat. Um, and, uh, a lot of the wives like the scene for some reason is weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's strange. I, wonder, I don't wonder know why. why. Like, don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Doesn't make any uh, sense. Don't, yeah. Can't quite piece that part yep. together. Maybe, maybe yeah, this, this scene in the, in the, uh, one-on-one boat scene, both, yeah, both yeah, tested exactly. through the roof for some reason. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Thanks Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and this one, man, and Jared, once again on this one, like figuring out this, and this is really cool about the adaptability, like being adaptive. And, you know, once you have these scripts and then the actors bring different things to the roles and situation and terrain changes certain things, uh, and changes in episode one, two, three, four affect the rest of the episodes. I mean, it really all culminates right here with this ending and how this plays out. And Jared, you are instrumental in how this ends, um, because you're there every single day because you've seen all these changes um, because you see what Taylor brought to the role, what Chris brought to the role, your background in the seal teams with the brotherhood and how you wanting to honor that and everything that we do. And you're instrumental in how this plays out. And I was there for this final scene. It was very emotional mm-hmm. for Chris, very emotional for Taylor because they've developed a relationship. Yes. As characters throughout this past few months, but also, you know, personally, um, and so you have all this coming to a head in this final night, uh, when we're filming this thing on this boat and, uh, and you're instrumental to how this ended. Remember going back and forth, mm-hmm. text, email, scripts, like for a while, yeah. knowing that it wasn't quite right and knowing how important it was to make it right. Um, and then we ended up with what we, what we filmed. Um, but that's in mm-hmm. large part because of your investment. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I appreciate it, and and you're exactly right. As far as we had to, we had to nail this one. We had to get it right, and we had to get right the the scene between brothers, you know, and and mm-hmm. understanding this. This was really Reese's last brother. His brothers had been killed in the tunnels with him, you know, and, and he's dealing with double heartbreak. He's dealing yeah. with the heartbreak of 
of realizing Ben was the other one, you know, the, the other account, the other person that was in on it. That's the first heartbreak. The second heartbreak is understanding I have to, I have to end this now, you know, yeah. and, and talking about that boat scene previously that we talked about with Boozer and Ramirez and Ben and Reese on the boat. I saw in that moment, Ben and the hurt and the pain and Dave, we talked about it later on uh, and, and Jack, we went back and forth on text later about how that, that shape, you know, that, that last line of when Ben says, it's okay, brother, let's finish the list. You know, that, that was, we talked about this so much of, of that was Ben kind of having to become the stronger one in that moment, you know, yeah. and, and saying like, no, it's, it's time. Like we, we got to do that. And man, he, oh, that be, was, yeah. Yeah, that was, I feel like, was it either super late at night or super early in the morning when we had that call up super, in Arrowhead? Super early, because I, I yeah. stayed, we obviously were, you were, we worked all you night. You were coming off, yeah, you we we were on split, in, uh, on a mm-hmm. kind of split. You were coming off the nighttime um, mm-hmm. uh, group that shot maybe like the points of view out at the lighthouse with Max and stuff. Um, yes. I think, yeah, and I was waking up getting ready to go do a scene and mm-hmm. and we had this call and yeah. and and the big thing that came out of it was the final line that's it let's finish the list yep and it's yep. really interesting because i think probably the most tight kind of like fan debate is about did ben have to die Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest fan debate oh, in the yeah. book. No brainer. He got it. He's got to right. go like you, you get right. it done. Right. But in the show early on, we made a decision with Taylor that Ben set up alpha platoon, but he had nothing to do with Lauren and Lucy. Mm-hmm. And that was this big shift. Right. And so that allows him to be a hundred percent genuine as he helps Reese hunt down everybody yep. who killed Lauren and Lucy. But ultimately, ultimately, he, like Cox, and this was the big thing, Jared, you helped point out, like these two deaths are tied together, Cox's Mm -hmm. death and Ben's death, because they've betrayed the brotherhood. That's right. And they've betrayed, and and really Ben has betrayed his closest brother. And the thing that I will talk to any you know, fan who brings up, oh, he didn't have to shoot Ben. He didn't have to shoot Ben. Is like, well, well, Ben, Ben wanted this That's moment. It. Yeah, Ben, Ben needed, he to, be needed shot. to be shot. And he gave that, and he gave Chris, and he gave James Reese the permission. permission. That's it. Let's finish the list. Boom. Oh my! Such a powerful, God. so powerful. Yeah, and, and, and uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember that conversation, Dave, and finding that, yep. and Jack, us then talking about it, and and finding that line, you know, and knowing like yeah. that's mm-hmm. it, that's the one, and and you know, man, and and working with with Taylor, probably a week and a half or two weeks before that, building yeah. up on that scene because Taylor. It, it was already messing with Taylor. It was know? messing it was, with them. Yeah. Big it, time. It, both yeah. of them. Both. Yeah. Sure, both of them, you know. And, and I know at Oof. the end, when we finished that night, I went home that night and just sat on my balcony. And I may or may not had a bottle of whiskey and sat there yeah. and just like, yeah. you know, because it was, it was. I remember that oh, night yeah, too. It was heavy. We had shots there on yeah. set. Yeah, yeah. Heavy. Just 
right outside. Heavy one, man. And and so just wow. It worked. It's, yeah. No, and two again, two actors. You know, we talked about Constance and Gene and their big moment. And then here we are with Taylor Kitsch, Chris Pratt, and this moment mm-hmm. in the boat. I can watch a scene a thousand times, probably have. And um, just again, you just, because it, it's genuine. Absolutely. Like those guys genuinely care about each other. And they bring that into that yeah. scene and that kind of, you know, thinking about their brothers. Uh, mm-hmm. from their past and just whew, dude it's it's epic we, we didn't even mention the tattoo we didn't even mention the tattoo oh, yeah the bone frog oh yeah and that's the bone, got some new lisa, ink at the time i got it i didn't know if it was for you lisa for and so hannah had that in the first writer's draft so wow. good mm-hmm. that line so, so good. good unbelievable now i know love it just love it now i know yep yeah, and what's great about the scene also is very Hemingway-esque yeah. in that there is zero fluff. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. single word means yep. something in this scene, and that's what stands yep. out to me about it as well. Um, and then, man, in yeah. we go. Well, yeah. before we get to that yeah. part, three bells. Oh, yeah. We mm. cut outside, and that's another thing a lot of people Jared, ask. did you catch it? Yep. Yeah. I don't know that I noticed that it was three. Yeah. Three bells. Dang, really? Three bells. Yep. Because I've, I've known every time I've watched it, I've been like, oh, I need to like yep. rewind and make sure it was three. Yep. And last night I did. I haven't done it before. I've, I've thought about it every time, but I'm like, oh, wait, did I just hear the first bell or was that the second? Really? Three bells? So four, yeah. randomly, is it randomly in yeah, there? The theme. But last night I was like, I'm going to pay attention. Yep. As one of our runners, right? Three bells. That's one of our runners. Boom. Wow, I missed Boom. that. I Boom. missed it. Yep. I only hear. And you're out. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, yeah. I got to go back again. Yeah, yep. watch it again. You ring out. Yep. No, I yeah. love that last Rang shot out. too. Rang that, out. That, that wide there. It's great. Rang out. On wow. That last shot. Uh-huh. How cool. On that wide angle. Yeah. Yeah. How cool. Crazy. Oh. Oh, and, yeah. We'll we'll get to this at the end though. That the, that filming that last scene from the beach where we come yeah. back and and look at that beach. It was so cool to to be there with that with Sylvan and being on there. And Max is right next to me. And Jared, you were on the boat, yes, right? Sir. Yep. You were yep. on the boat. I missed the boat because I had to do something else. And thank goodness because I think a lot of people were a little seasick. They, out. they, they never came back. Yeah, they, they was, were suffering. Yep. On it. I w- some people came over the yeah. beach. Yeah. Cr- crew yeah, over. Yeah. And they came over in some fairly large yeah. surf. And I was like, damn. Yeah. And they all came out totally soaked in their yeah. clothes. Huge yeah. smile. They wanted off. Huge that smile. Yeah. They, they, they happened yeah. to be on dry <laughs> land. That was That's it. what yeah. the smiles were. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a nice boat and was there it. was fishing rods. So I was fishing the entire time. Didn't catch anything, oh, yeah. but I, I had a good setup. I, I can't yeah. complain. It was nice. Yeah. No, I was texting you out there and I was watching and I was on the beach and we had a little setup right there, which was fantastic. Yeah. I had a great, it was amazing. But, uh, but yeah, now we go back to this scene. That people are t- texting me about all the time, and they're like, and serious people are texting me that it really hit them emotionally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this talk, and we've come full circle um, with the starling and hitting the glass and telling the truth to Lucy, and then sitting on the couch and having that conversation that that so many operators have had with their families over the last twenty years, um, and uh, and it's yeah. powerful. It hits people yeah. and you don't expect it from a, you don't expect it when you yeah. sit down for kind of maybe a show yeah. like this because it's, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's emotional. 
and it hits uh, some of the hardest among us uh, at a place that uh, they don't usually get hit. Yeah. I, I mean, again, you guys have, have lived this life. And, um, and for me, Jack, that was like something that jumped out immediately from the book, which is those of you who have children have to prepare them for a world where you don't come back. But for this man to be recalling that with a child that he's lost and a wife that he's lost. It's just, I mean, it was part of the the very first pitch was this moment. And, um, and I was dead. And I've said this in interviews before. It's maybe the thing I was most afraid of to execute because Mm -hmm. I thought about it for so long. But uh, again, you know, when you got Chris Riley, Arlo, great, incredible director, crew, it's just. And, and then the way Scott, the editor, intercuts it with Reese on the boat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That wasn't, so, I think, I'm pretty sure we didn't write it as an intercut. I'd have to go back and look at the script, but I'm pretty sure we didn't write it yeah. as an intercut. And the intercutting. So good was just a moment when like, cause he, he showed us that version and we're just like, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at the list and it's really only because he's finally completed it that he's allowed access mm-hmm. to that memory. And, uh, and he lets it go. And that shot, not an easy shot to get out on the water in a Marine unit, but that wind took it. That's not CG. That's all practical. The wind it was took windy. It, took it from the hand, like just landed it perfectly in place. And um, Chris's performance and uh, Ruth's music here—it's uh, it's powerful. And we need and we need that one little thing pointing us to where he's going in season two, Miasa. Oh yeah, and for those who have read the book, they will they will yeah. know. But. Uh, but this is another one of those situation train dictate because we're out there. Well, Jared, you're out there. Uh, David, where were you for this? I, I think at this point I'm in post or I'm on okay. uh, set because we're also filming other stuff at this time. This was actually earlier, yeah, yeah. earlier yeah, in yeah. the shoot for the finale. Okay. <laughs> got it. Got it. Cause I'm on the beach, Jared, you're out there on the, on the water and it's windy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can't like not have, this this list and this drawing by Reese's daughter Lucy yeah. get taken by the yeah. wind um, and uh, so there were quite a few of those that uh, that went into the Pacific <laughs> that day drawings in order to get yeah. it right mm-hmm. but um, but I mean so and the way I wrote it is I thought back to the uh, burials at sea that I yes. saw as a kid on either documentaries maybe it was Victory at Sea but I was very young when I became aware of uh of funerals um, and bodies getting you know, sliding off into the water and sinking yeah. down. And um, I f- it might have been Victory at Sea. There was a series, you know, back in the day for those that remember. But uh, it might have been that. But regardless, um, that's how I wrote it. That's when I was writing that. And I remember exactly where I was when I was mm. writing it. I was out at, in Fisher's Island, uh, actually right yeah. out there. And, uh, and I, I'm writing it as a burial. So I'm thinking of this picture that Reese drops into the mm. ocean as a burial, as that body sliding mm. off 
into the ocean. And so that's how I'm describing it in the yeah. novel. Um, and we can't do that on the it's day windy. because it's the wind crazy. is howling. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so he has to hold it up and let it go. And oh my God. I know. Thing. Okay. So now, yeah, great. I remember exactly where, where I was. So I'm, I'm back at the studio working in the edit and we have what's called Q take. Q take is, uh, allows us remotely to view what's being mm. filmed on set. And was I, Jared, on with you or with Max? Um, I think maybe with Max. Yeah, it was Max. And this is... Ex- Max was with me on yeah. the shore on the, and on this, the beach. I, and I'm texting with Max. And, Jack, this is what we're texting about. It's like, wait, it's got to be the burial moment. And Sylvan is like, it's too windy. We cannot it's do howling. it. And so it took, I can't remember how many takes to get that one where it just falls perfectly. He lets go and it just falls perfectly in frame and the camera can tilt down. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. It works perfect. Yeah. It's, and it's powerful. I mean, gosh, that scene with Lauren, Lucy, Reese on the couch speaks to so many operators and then we have the burial at sea. I think that works amazing. I've always, you know, loved the ocean and, and of course it harkens back to the yep. sea and seals and all that. So, so it works on so many different levels. And then we have the hint, another one to, uh, to a season two, to a book two, to a destination. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there it is not just Mozambique, but NASA game yeah. reserve right there. And I love how the camera plays that. And it's, I love yep. it. Awesome. Season two, fellas. Season two. Season two. Let's go. Man. Here we go. Season two. Here we go. Here we go. Amazing. Man. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, brothers. Man. Thank you. you. Truly thank both of you. Jack, thank you once again for the, the man, the mentor, the leader you were in 2013 to me. Thank you for writing an amazing book, you know, giving us the material. Dave, you stepping up, stepping in, seeing the vision on how to put it on screen and being the leader that you were and just just running it, putting a team together the way that you did. I mean, what an honor to be a, a part of this entire production, you know, this process, all of it. So thank both of you. I, I'm, I'm very, very thankful. Uh, Thank you, Jared. Um, truly, uh, Jack, as well. This um, work ethic, collaboration, and team ethos. We were able to really bring that because you guys have lived it. And um, truly uh, appreciate that. Appreciate Chris, Antoine, uh, mm-hmm. everybody else who helped set that tone. And, uh, and really, you know, a thank you to the fans here. Because it takes a lot to uh, embrace a book and a show um, the way that you guys have. And, uh, and, and we appreciate that you've enjoyed being challenged, that you've been open to the changes, and that you've seen the real passion uh, and honor that went into the work. So thank you all. Yep. Yep. Man, incredible. Incredible. It was a powerful show to make. It was an emotional uh, book to write, therapeutic 
book yeah. to write in uh, in many cases. And uh, we've talked about a lot of people on this, uh, Chris and Antoine, all the directors, um, everybody involved in this. There was 350 people on set-ish, you know, on various stages here and there throughout this this process that, uh, that made this happen. Uh, but Kat Sam. Oh, yeah. Kat, oh, Un- the unsung oh, hero here. here. Um, yeah, we have David Bowles as an unsung yep. hero who, uh, you know, reconnected, uh, us after all, after a, a few yep. years. Um, so we have him and then we have Kat yep. always there without Kat. Yeah. I don't know. It's, she was uh, there. And then, uh, first without, meeting. Yeah. First was, meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Kat, thank you for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, then without you guys, I mean, David, a different showrunner, obviously a very different show. Um, without the the trust that uh, you and Chris and Antoine had in Jared and in Ray in particular and Max, uh, once again, it'd be a very different show. It wouldn't be as powerful as it is, wouldn't resonate the way it does, uh, particularly with our operators. Um, and for me, you know, hearing what I'm hearing from uh, those guys at that tactical level that uh, have been doing it for, for so long, you know, that's, uh, that's the payoff right yeah. there i mean the, the critics they're just looking for a way to to hate it you know they're looking for a way to 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 to, to not like anything that chris in particular yeah. does uh to, to not like anything that has these ties to really a very uh, a very powerful yeah. base um and uh and so to hear it what i'm hearing from guys uh that that picked up the gun and went down range and did this for the country and sacrificed so much um you guys did it what we set out yeah. to do. And so hearing those reviews from them, that's, that's really all that matters to me. And, uh, I know it does to you guys too. So, so thank you again. And, uh, thank you to ironclad for, for doing this Kansas city cattle company, um, for, for doing this as well. Um, and it's been so much fun. I wish oh. we could continue on this yeah, pack. I wish we could like watch, just sit there and do watch, a watch it party and together, like sit on a <laughs> yes. couch and do a watch party and just oh, film man. it. Like that would be amazing. And then like point out things yeah. and pause it. Like that would be um, based to do that with like us three and Chris oh, and Antoine sick. and like just sit there sick. and like watch it. He's sick. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever done that before. Mm. I mean, they have director's cut maybe back in the DVD oh, days yeah. where you could like have a director right. talk about yeah. certain things, but it would, you know, it would be just the movie and them, you know, interrupting it every now and again to say a certain thing here and there, there, you know, it was fine, but to do it like that, cool. have some drinks yeah. and watch it like that and film that. No one's ever done it before. Maybe we'll edit this part out because I don't want anyone else to do it. All right, cool. Next season. season. Next season. (laughs) Love it. There we go. (laughs) No, thank you guys so much. It's meant the meant the world to me, and uh, and I love the other projects we have going on, and I know we're gonna continue to do uh, do cool things together, and uh, you know that's what it's all about. And Chris and Antoine told me the same thing early on. Like they just want to do do great projects with great people people. yeah because they get to choose you only have so much time left on you know we don't know how much time we have on this planet and we get to choose how we spend this time um and so you know they want to do it doing great projects cool people and let's uh keep it going so hopefully we have a season two we'll see um maybe we'll we'll all uh text chris after this and find out what's going on (laughs) but uh hopefully we'll get a season two hey but you know if not this has been incredible so even if we don't get a season two you know for me this is amazing. Perfect. It's been incredible. We'll even be a letdown yeah. because we've had an amazing journey together and I sincerely appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, long live the, long brotherhood. Live the brotherhood. brotherhood. Take care guys. Mm-hmm.